93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. It is Thursday, September 12th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, the Philadelphia Federation of Teachers is calling for a $100 million investment to eliminate lead and asbestos from every school building after they say a longtime teacher was recently diagnosed with mesothelioma, which is caused by long-term exposure to asbestos. The fact that our schools could be the culprit in this and other causes is alarming and unacceptable. We need the funding that will allow us to remove these materials from every school, and we need it now, said the uh, president of the Philadelphia Federation of Teachers, Jerry Jordan. Jordan was joined by other local leaders and elected officials on Wednesday to discuss the apparent problem. The teachers union says that the school officials who were recently diagnosed uh, worked at Meredith Elementary School. The school district of Philadelphia also held a press conference on Wednesday to address the issues, saying 29 schools had asbestos uh, programs over the summer, but that Meredith Elementary was not part of that. The district couldn't give an exact number on how many of its schools have asbestos or lead, but the majority of their 220 schools are over 70 to 80 years old. It's it's kind of wild because like here they were doing the demolition as they're doing the rebuild out of the station and doing all the work here. And they discovered some asbestos, I think, over in one part of the building. Yeah. So, you, you know, a lot of these buildings are built and they... And then didn't tell us and let us walk I around. Don't know yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, there was asbestus here. Oh, great. That's yeah, why I that, know, right? That, that why would they not up? tell us? Well, At least yeah. inform us. They figured they'd just put a wall up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes. I've had post-nasal drip for about a year now. <laughs> Is that a, uh, is that sign a of side effect poison. of asbestos? Yeah. No, no, no. They, they they apparently jumped right on it. So okay. got a, a, an asbestos removal crew and all that stuff. So. Right. Uh, according to the... Philadelphia- it's the radiation. We have to be that- And the bed bugs. Yeah, and the bed bugs. Don't forget about the bed bugs. <laughs> on our that. office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. terrible. And that our doors have been replaced with vaginas. Any dead yes! mice lately? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Any dead mice lately? They're I probably haven't... gone after all this construction, right? Oh, Don't you think see. that chased them yeah. out? They it's were smart enough to leave. Yeah. Honestly, didn't you think we'd have like a bigger like vermin problem when yeah. they started tearing apart these walls? It's actually yeah. been pretty decent. Yeah. According to They the- all got killed because of the asbestos. According to the Philadelphia... Seriously, killed all of them. Honestly. A window opens after the door closes. By the way, have we taken any pictures of the hallway vaginas yet? Uh, no, and okay. uh, no, we should. We'll because... have to explain because it's a little vague. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just saying hallway vaginas. Just, no, just say we, we have, have hallway, hallway vaginas. Yes. Yeah, we have to walk through two of them to get to our office. Yeah. Mm-hmm. According to the Philadelphia Federation of Teachers Health and Welfare Funds Director of Environmental Science, photos were taken on Monday that show pipes wrapped in possible asbestos directly behind low-hanging basketball hoops and in reach of children in the gym. I'm one photo a mummy-like cloth put around part of the pipe is being used to stabilize or contain the suspected asbestos as it was damaged by basketballs, hockey pucks, and other contact by children. Other images show a mounted radiator with lead paint and plaster flaking off of uh, because of past and present water damage. Now, the school district says it stands behind its buildings and stopped by the school to reassure parents of their children's safety. If you watch TV during the day, if you ever happen to be home and sick, half the commercials that are on are for mesothelioma. Yeah. And people who are suffering from it, law firms that are trying to get people to, uh, you know, uh, join the suit or incite a suit because it's obviously a pretty prevalent problem. So does it have to be visible or, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Or like to no. affect you? Yeah, to affect no. you. 
I don't think so. And I know the removal of it is pretty dangerous. Yeah. You have to have special crews come in and take it out. So anyway, these uh, the schools, the uh, Philadelphia Federation of Teachers is calling uh, for them to invest, uh, investigate, and then uh, get this asbestos and lead out of the schools. Philadelphia police and federal postal officers are investigating the discovery of discarded mail in the city's hunting park section on Wednesday night. Officials are sorting through the items at 6th and uh, Wing of Hawking. It's believed to possibly involve stolen mail items, uh, but right now authorities are being tight-lipped about the matter as they investigate. That's Cliff Clavin's route. <laughs> Under pressure from the federal government, General Motors is recalling nearly 3.8 million big pickup trucks and SUVs in the United States and Canada to fix a brake problem. There have been 113 reports of crashes and 13 injuries related to the problem, according to GM. The recall covers the Chevrolet uh, Silverado, the GMC Sierra 1500, 2500, and 3500 pickups from 2014 to 2018 model years. Also included are the Escalade uh, from from 2015 to 2017, the GMC Yukon and Chevy Suburban and Tahoe from 2015 to 2018. What was that? We have a 2015 Tahoe. Do you? Well, there yeah. you go. Yeah, it's being recalled. So GM says uh, that as it ages, the pump in the power assist brakes can put out less vacuum power than needed, increasing stopping distance and the risk of a crash. <laughs> The company is recalling 3.46 million vehicles in the United States, and it recalled another 310,000 in Canada back in June. Uh, KC dealers will recalibrate uh, the electronic brake control module at a no cost to the customer. Owners were no- uh, starting to be notified on September 6th, so you should be notified. Okay. And then you can take it in and get it fixed. All right, good. In sports this morning. Yeah. Tyler Flowers hit a three-run home run. Dallas Keuchel struck out eight and in six innings, and the Atlanta Braves beat the Phillies 3-1 last night at the what ballpark. The, is this? the Braves reduced their magic number to eight and have a nine-and-a-half game lead over Washington with 15 games left. The Phillies and the New York Mets are tied two games behind the Chicago Cubs and Milwaukee for the second National League wildcard spot. The four-game series wraps up tonight. Drew Smiley will get the start game times at 7-15. Week two of the NFL begins tonight with a game in Carolina as the Panthers will host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers kickoff is set for 820. And the Eagles backup quarterback, Nate Sudfeld, was back at practice on a limited basis yesterday. His first work since he broke his wrist a month ago. Sudfeld broke his left non-throwing wrist in the preseason opener against the Titans at the link on August 8th and underwent surgery the next day. Uh, since he got hurt, the Eagles signed a 40-year-old veteran, Josh McCown, who is currently Carson Wentz's backup. The Eagles are in Atlanta this weekend with a game on Sunday night against the Falcons. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks so much, Kathy. Let us uh, get together and have a good time today. we got a lot of things to add to that. We have uh, our Word of the Week prize this week. Of course, I want to remind you so you don't miss out on a tool. We've got two shows that you can win tickets to. The sold-out show at the Wells Fargo Center. And the almost sold-out show at Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City. So we get the letter of the day at the end of the program. And we have today and tomorrow, and then we give that away. couple of guests on the program. We have Matt Bronger, who's going to be here performing at Helium Comedy Club. So he's going to pop in for a little cool. bit of time. And two super special people. I think they may have been separated at birth. We have both Gritty 
and Gary Lauer yeah! stopping in this morning. I see similarities. <laughs> Gary yeah. Lauer. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the the inability to communicate properly. The googly eyes. Mm-hmm. The googly eyes. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. The blue belly a, button. There's a lot yeah. of things. The jam. Now, Gritty's stopping in, and uh, we're, we're lucky because I recently took a, um, uh, a Gritty language course so oh, I can interpret. That's excellent. On a basic level. Because it's Good. frustrating. Yeah, it can be a bit frustrating. So we'll, uh, we'll see what Gritty has to say. There's actually a charity event coming up, too, that they're, they're going to be promoting. But he and Mike Shane, who's the chief business officer for the Flyers and the Wells Fargo Center, are going to stop in. Nice. We, talked, we touched briefly on some of the big changes that are taking place this year, which is pretty cool. So they'll give us some more of the details. And, yes... Gary Lauer is coming by here. Normally, I have a list of guests, and it and it mentions <laughs> next to uh, what the, next to their name, yeah, what, what they're promoting, sure. And it says Gary Lauer didn't eat his poop today. Uh, well, so that's what. It's, well, we're pretty sure he guessing. didn't eat. Yeah. We're guessing so we far. It's we early. don't know one hundred percent, but it's early. Uh, so we have those peeps stopping by today. We have uh, bitch box uh, invites to give away. One week from today, right? It is a week from today wow. at Harris in Philadelphia. It's going to be a great time. I guarantee you that. We've always had a wonderful time. It always is. You're right. It's the third event that we've done, so we'll have your chance to win those tickets. Listen. I was out last night, sorry, uh, at uh, the Renee James Boutique in Havertown, and all the girls were there uh, getting their outfits for the fashion show. Getting nice. Ready. So, <laughs> yeah. I know it was sad, uh, and I actually, and then I went to a restaurant and ate in Delco too. Oh my, oh my god! Where'd you go? Where'd you go? Oh man! Did you go to Vita? No. Oh, I'll I'll get back to you. Right. more? No, no, no! It was right down the street from this boutique. It's something and something. Maybe brick start- and brew. Yes, Yay! brick and brew. Casey would eventually get to us. Yeah. He knows them all. <laughs> He's a business directory. Uh, so we're getting set for that. We'll do the uh, the passes uh, in a little while this morning. A chance to win. And I know I'm forgetting some stuff. We have a ton of things to get to. Uh, just a reminder, the Burger Brawl is this weekend. I've been uh, told to make sure I mention that. Sunday, Steve and Casey are going to be a couple of the judges. Stopped there. eating yesterday in uh, yeah, preparation good. for it. Yeah. Good. Uh, it should be good, and uh, the, you'll, it'll be finished well in time for the Eagles game. If that happens to be a big part of your Sunday, then Honestly, you don't have to worry about it. You're right, President. It's, it, like, it's a perfect sort of uh, quasi-tailgate. Yeah. When I first saw the date, I was like, oh, it's Sunday. I'm like, oh. And then I looked at the count. I'm like, oh. Yeah. No, no problem. We're good. Yeah. We're we good. All right. So these things and more are coming up. We are going to take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get to the stupid question, the entertainment news, and all that good stuff when we Return, please stay with us because we're going to have a good time. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Is it bad that I already want a cocktail at 6.30 in the morning? <laughs> a little bit. Maybe it's the anticipation no. of Gary Lauer being here. Uh, I don't know. All Gary. the mental duress you're going to yeah, experience? Uh, you did say you feel as if you're sort of trying to catch up to yourself. Yeah, earlier. I'm off today. Yeah, yes. I've been off all week. I felt weird on Monday. I felt better on Tuesday. I, I didn't feel good yesterday. And today I feel like I'm playing catch up. Like I just... I'm not there yet. I don't know why, but whatever. I'll play mustard for you. Thank you. <laughs> not that kind of catch-up, but, but anyhow. Uh, that reminds me of uh, uh, it's yeah. something. If I don't rem- if I don't write it down, I'll forget to tell you All guys right, about please. it. Please, uh, you know, we still have to go back to the big deck of topics. Yeah, uh, I, I enjoyed that where we randomly over the course of the. 
past couple of years, we're now in a new office. And so during that time we're in the old office, Preston was accruing these little things. He'd write down on pieces of paper as far as subjects and weird things we have to talk about. I got a whole stack of them. They're right next to me. Yeah. Did we come Um, up with a name for that? The Stacker. The Stacker. stacker. Yeah, we did. There it is. (laughs) I just made that up. That's good. I know it seems like I took weeks on that, Nick, but I just... (laughs) Uh, Speaking of coming up with names, I want you to come up with the name of what the white part of an egg is called. I never knew this until I saw this. Wait, the shell? No, 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 no. The 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 egg white, not the oh, shell. Okay. So you have the yolk. I see. Your brain I, has the shell on. It. I pronounce the L in yolk. Yes, you can suck it. Whatever. But I've um, heard people pronounce the L in yolk. Anyway, what is the white part of the egg called? Two one five two six three WMMR, and we have a pair of sweet tickets for the one hundredth race at Dover International Speedway on October six. Uh, as we are waiting for your answer, I'll go through some birthdays. I'm going to save this one for last. Okay. Casey. All right. So. Uh, singer-songwriter Ben Folds of uh, Ben Folds 5. I know we really don't play Ben Folds 5 here on MMR, but he's also, he's got his hands in some pop culture stuff as well. He's done some soundtracks. And I love William stuff. Shatner. I love, I love Fear of Pop, I think was the first album they did together, right? Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah. And um, he is, uh, there's a spoken word song in it where... Um, uh, Shatner's playing this guy who can't commit to any relationship. And and what he's saying with the music is just great. It's yeah. one of those weird novelty songs that I, I adore. I mention it every year that there's a, an, an album called Has Been that he and William Shatner did together. Shatner just basically does uh, his, his poetry, his... Yeah. his Spoken word. The music is phenomenal behind it, and yeah. it's a lot of fun. And people like Henry Rollins are on it and stuff. So, and then of course you have this. This, this song. Is, I'm I surprised this didn't make the the frat selection at your party. <laughs> I just um, don't understand why this was played so much. Just it's a prettyish song. It's a great song. I love it. I like it. I, love it. I mean, it's, it's heavy. A, it's a downer. It's yeah. a real downer. Like, yeah. But yeah. you know what? It spoke to people. So, yeah. uh, But Ben Folds, a uh, great musician. He is uh, 53 years old today. He's also on one of those uh, Philadelphia arts uh, commercials. Philadelphia loves the arts? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I never saw that. Yeah, he's on one of those. Uh, Joey Pants. Oh. Joe Pantoliano uh, is 68 years old today. He's a great actor. He's been in, God, so much stuff. He goes way back to Risky Business with Tom Cruise. Remember, he was Guido. He was, and yeah, he was great. When he was, yeah. I remember during his Oscar acceptance speech for Baby's Day Out, <laughs> <laughs> he talked about the career that he had had. No, he, he uh, he's one who has had... Um, a uh, learning uh, uh no, issues. he has a, he has a um he has depression that's his issue oh i'm, I'm getting confused then okay yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he's he goes through uh depression big time uh he's it's me he, that has learning he's, he's talked about that before um so but he's he's just one of those guys that pops up in all kinds of stuff we were just talking about uh, memento the other day in fact i have a story coming up bizarre file which is just well, like that movie you know what with the matrix and when people people uh, have asked me cuz they know i'm a fan of the the original and i have my definite opinions about the subsequent films what i if they're going to do the fourth what they need to do is a return to that vibe of the first one. Yeah. And I believe more Matrix, less Zion, less cave stuff. Yeah. Let's get back to that. Uh, so here, Nick pulled up his personal life. He is uh, he is dyslexic and he has clinical depression. Huh. Uh, but he, you know, he finds ways to cope with that and uh, works to this day and does, uh, you know, some great stuff. So happy birthday to uh, Joe Pan- Joey Pants. He's 68. Nina Blackwood, one of the original MTV VJs. We ever get to talk to her? 64. I think she's one of the few that we have never spoken to. We've got, we we had Martha Quinn on years ago. Mark Goodman we've talked to a number of times. Um, I don't think we've ever... Maybe we've talked to Alan Hunter. I'm not sure. Uh, we have. J.J. Jackson passed away. 
Uh, Nina Blackwood. I don't know. We've not, I don't think we've ever spoken to her. Uh, but she's uh, 64 years old today. I loved that original crew. They yeah. Great. Nothing like it. Actor Ian Holm, uh, who is Bilbo Baggins in the Lord of the Rings trilogy. He's great. Yep. So great. Um, Alien, as yes. well. Is, uh, he goes back to that. And uh, he's 88 today. Oh, wow. He's also in uh, The Fifth Element. You ever see that movie? I did. Who did he? Oh, he's one of the scientists and, who knows that the uh, yeah. what, what the the different signs are meaning. Yeah. Uh, so happy birthday to Ian uh, Emmy Rossum. Uh, yeah, she's an actress, singer, and she I, was in um, uh, Shameless. Shameless. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's she why left you, it, though. And she yeah she just left the show. This is the uh, first season without her, and she for all of the other seasons she was in it was naked pretty much in every episode. I didn't like her initially. I found her annoying. <laughs> she seemed very full of herself, and then on Shameless, I thought, okay, yeah, <laughs> she's okay. Yeah, she's like a little earthy. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in her I personal th- life. In I her personal she, life, she yeah. was the other way. Wouldn't you have naturally assumed she was more hoity-toity? And well, but she's and, not. No, and you like you watch the show yeah. that well. At least for me, I watched the show and I was like, okay. I love her, and you expect her to be a little bit like her shameless character, but she's not. Yeah, Steve, I saw an interview when uh, when the day after tomorrow came out, and right. she was talking about how uh, true to life it was, and I was just like, <laughs> "Shut up! It's a movie. you got to roll. <laughs> you don't have to eat government cheese now." Yeah. She's thirty three today. Uh, Ruben stuttered one American Idol, and didn't really have much of a career after that. God, I have a samurai sword. I need him to sign. <laughs> Uh, is, is it next to Randy Jackson? Yeah, next to Randy yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Uh, so he is 41 now. However, someone who did not win American Idol and has gone on to have a fantastic career shares a birthday with Ruben Studdard, and that's Jennifer Hudson. Wow. Yeah. Now that is a, she that's is a, a singer, major singer, yeah. unbelievable yeah, pipe singer. I, I have uh, I have grown to really appreciate what a phenomenal singer she what, is. What were we just ooing and eyeing over that she did recently? Golden Slumbers. Yeah, oh, oh, that, that was, was one of what we were talking yeah. about. I don't yeah. know why I can't find. That in the system, and that was from the movie Sing. She mm-hmm. plays; uh, she's the voice of the of of the uh, the uh, llama. Yeah, the the well established uh, diva singer uh, in the movie, and at the end, she does this version of Golden Slumbers and the Beatles, and it's it makes me cry. Yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. that beautiful. Uh, she's fantastic. You know, I've never seen, and I have to get around to seeing. I've seen clips of it. Looks like a great movie, and I know I'd love it. Is Dreamgirls? Dreamgirls is really good, and you know who's exceptionally good in it? Eddie Murphy. Yeah, as sort of like a Jackie Wilson kind of yeah guy. Amazing. I've seen a couple scenes. Yeah. I'm like, that's I got to spend some time with that. So he is 38 today, and then she. I or she is 38 today. Sorry about that. Dang. We were talking about Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Hudson, 38 today, and I saved my favorite for last. I have. Reignited my man crush on this gentleman. Really? In the past few months, yes. I never knew it had fizzled a well, bit. Well, yeah, but I've, I've really, I go in and out of my relationships, you know? I and, know, you're and, fickle. And uh, and now I've, I've fallen back. You're just like in every love. other teenage girl. Exactly. Uh, it is Neil Peart's wow. birthday today. Neil is 67 years old today, so I'll play a little bit of why Neil is so awesome. And this is from Free Will. I love this. This drum part is so great. Which, by the way, I can. I've now. Uh, the reason I've, I've fallen back in love is because I've been playing a lot of Rush lately at home personally, and I've got a new drum kit. I've got this song down uh, uh, note for note, and this uh, this is one of my favorite grooves. Getting to this part right here, but uh, Neil turns uh, 67 years old today. He's done playing drums. 
Do you think he seems like a pretty resolute kind of guy when he sets his mind to something? So, do you think there's a chance he comes back? No. Okay. No, I, think, I think he's done. I think yep. he's finished. But it took me a while to get that particular lick right there. Uh, but um, let us not forget his. Uh, um, uh, lyrical contribution as well. He's a great writer. He's written several books, and he wrote all the lyrics after that first album when he joined the band. He wrote the lyrics for the overwhelming majority of the songs. There were a couple of songs that rare, he wrote. Rather, the drummer writes the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. And it's usually like uh, the guitarist or somebody else in the band, but yeah, uh, usually yeah, the singer. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and then here's one of my favorites at the uh, at the very end of uh, Subdivisions. He. Tasty stuff. And I will admit, listen, there are uh, people claim Neil as being the greatest drummer in the world. Honestly, there are guys that can play circles around Neil Peart. Right. But, but what they couldn't do, because there are guys now that can play with speed that just, you can't even believe it, how, well, they, how ridiculous they are now. Uh, they got their influence they from They were weaned on Neil Peart. And, uh, and by the way, he does pronounce his last name Peart. We have a clip of him somewhere of him yeah. actually saying it. He also says yolk. Uh, and he says yolk. yolk. That's where I got it from. <laughs> but um, but you know what? What they what these drummers that now can play like this didn't do. They didn't contribute the parts to that music that Neil came up with. I can play a lot of that stuff. Yeah. No way in hell I would ever come up with it though. I no. would never ever ever come up with that stuff. I can study it and learn how to play it and listen to it and teach myself to play it eventually. But I could never come up with that stuff. No, but, it's great stuff. But my yes, my reinvigorated love for Neil's. Uh, I brought in a new drum set. <laughs> I got it yesterday. And you get excited. I got it yesterday. It's, it's the so best excited. thing in the world. It's like Christmas for yourself. Yep. So thank you to Evan over at Sam Ash for uh, <laughs> helping me out and getting me uh, all geared up and ready to go. So we're going to have a new a new force behind Saint. Saint. When to I dry, you'll be stage. the Neil Peart of Saint. Mm-hmm. Listen, I don't want to do this to you, Preston, because I know you just had so much fun with Neil's birthday, but it's one of Steve's musical icon's birthdays as oh, well. Oh, who? It's, uh, it's um, Rap Monster from <laughs> <laughs> BTS. Steve. Oh, my God. I, I have to. I should have worn my BTS shirt. Yeah, he's 24 today. So happy birthday to Rap Monster. Well, well in his honor, we're going to play YYZ. Okay. Yes, he's a uh, he's a big Neil Peart fan. Which we will do that. In you a didn't heard while. he said I like for the drums he plays. Oh, okay. <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> he didn't say that. <laughs> By the way, here, here's Neil pronouncing his name. Sid, I told you not to eat Mr. Peart's sandwich. It's just Peart. You sure that it's not Peart? I think he would know. Are you sure? Because we're pretty big fans. <laughs> Paul Rudd and uh, Jason Siegel. It's All great. right. Let's see if we can get an answer to the super question this morning. And uh, what is a white of an egg called 215-263-WMMR? We shall go to Jennifer and see if she knows the answer. Hey, Jennifer. Hey, how are you guys? I'm awesome. We're all awesome. What is the white part of an egg called? Albumin. Albumin, yes. Oh. I would never have known that. No, I didn't know it either. And Jennifer, hang on the line because we're going to give you a pair of tickets in a suite for the 100th race at Dover International Speedway, October 6th. And you can help celebrate 50 years of Dover International Speedway tickets and info at doverspeedway.com. So Felicity Huffman is her sentencing for her participation in the college admission scandal looms tomorrow. So here's what to know before yes. you're going into this. So While you're uh, buying your cold cuts and everything for the party. Charged with conspiracy to commit mail fraud after paying $15,000 to help her daughter Sophia to cheat on the SATs. She pleaded guilty May 13th, her involvement. Prosecutors are reportedly recommending that she be sentenced to one month in prison and 12 months supervised release and a $20,000 fine. 
Well, um, well, what what is the what's the good money on? I've heard many people suggest that she may not end up spending any time in jail at all. That a month yeah, is some, the kind of thing that they just write off. Yeah, I don't think she will. I don't think she will at all. Um, in fact, I, I doubt they will sentence her to one month. Sometimes they will sentence them, and then they show up and they say, "Look, go. You, we don't need you here." They've done it I multiple mean, times. Yeah, it happens all the time, especially celebrities. I don't think. I just think there might be some kind of a. Um, probation of sorts and a, and a fine. She seems the most contrite, uh, you know, for this thing. She's, she's from the get go. She's owned it. Also, didn't like spend that much money. I mean, fifteen grand as opposed to half a million, which is what the other uh, or a building in some other cases. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Build, you know, entire structures. Um, so ahead of her sentencing, she sent a letter to the judge, which explained her behavior. Uh, sources say that uh, her defense team are pushing for no time behind bars. Uh, they argue that no one suffered any loss due to the crime, and they also argue in court documents obtained by the website that prosecutors are comparing her unfairly to other defendants. I'm on a Shawshank remake where everyone in there is serving time for college admission scandals. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, a guilty lady in Shawshank. <laughs> Uh, they are the, uh, uh they Here's argue one fine month for graduation, <laughs> uh, that unlike Rick Singer, who allegedly masterminded the plot, she was just a customer. And they're also saying that, uh, one case being used as precedent in which a person served time for hacking university computer system is preposterous and totally, uh, different. So an exculpatory and exculpatory by all means, I rest my case. <laughs> Uh, This was nice. I got a number of emails, and thank you to everybody who sent them to me. The CBS All Access reboot of Stephen King's The Stand has been stacking its cast quickly and snagging some pretty big names along the way. Now the upcoming miniseries has finally cast its biggest, most pivotal role, and that is Randall Flagg, who will be played by uh, by True Blood and Big Little Lies star Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, well, there you go. That's a good choice. Yeah, I think so, The guy who played it in the original ABC miniseries, I think his name is Sheridan. Jamie Sheridan. Yeah, he is really good. By the way, I just ordered the Blu-ray of that original miniseries. They they just released, I guess, in anticipation of all this hubbub. Steve, as, as a multiple reader of the novel, I think Jamie Sheridan was perfect for that character. So I'm He's, hoping Alexander Skarsgård will be as well. I think he can. I think he can yeah. bring that because you, you need a um, uh, at least the way, I haven't read the book, but from what I gather, where King was going with his character is that he's. He's sort of devilish, devilishly likable. Yeah, in that's certain the thing. Times. He's very charismatic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and like Jamie Sheridan's smile yeah, was, yeah, was yeah. perfect for that type of thing. Yet, you know, this evil looms below. He's he's nothing but uh, but he, he in his own mind he has the best intentions. Sure, but worst kind of villain. Yeah, he's very very evil. And uh, but he, he you don't get that from looking at him. You're, you're kind of drawn to him. So hopefully they can they can pull that off. Uh, Stephen King actually appeared on The View to announce some new cast members for The Stand yesterday, which currently has James Marsden and Amber Heard, one of your favorites, Steve, uh, starring as Stu Redman. And she's going to play uh, Nadine Cross. Who was played by, um, uh, in, God, from, from uh, yeah, from, from think, um, oh. no, Molly not Ringwald? Pretty Pink. No, Molly, Molly Ringwald, Ringwald, Molly Ringwald played, um, uh, uh, blah, 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 blah. Not Nadine. Is she playing the one that jumps off the uh, the balcony? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's going to play Franny. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Molly played Franny. Uh, but no, Nadine is this very troubled girl. Is that the Laura Sangiacomo yes. character? Okay, yes, yeah. exactly. Huge boobs. Uh, Flag first appeared in the Kingstan uh, novel in, uh, I'm sorry, in the in, in Stephen King's Stan, the Stan novel in 1978, but has since become recurring presence in other King stories. It was in Dark Tower, Hearts of Atlantis, Eyes of the Dragon. 
uh, under various aliases. And in general, he's an evildoer who has a mystical supernatural ability like necromancy, prophecy, and sorcery and seeks to cause conflict and destruction. And he's connected to Pennywise, right? Uh, not directly. Pennywise... They're second cousins? Somewhere in there, but but not directly. Yeah, Pennywise makes some bizarre little appearances in, I think, the Dark Tower, sort of, uh, you know, not directly. All right. But anyhow. Whatever it is, I'm looking forward to it. And they, they will certainly have more time to flesh it out. Another big announcement was that uh, Whoopi Goldberg will <laughs> be playing Mother Abigail. She's 108 years old. Uh, and she's this uh, maternal, benevolent maternal character. She can see things, too, right? Yeah, yeah. So she, Ru- she draws people to her. Ruby D played her in the first series, and she was just in her late 60s, early 70s, and so they had her done up with a lot of makeup. I think Whoopi's probably a good choice. Yeah, I think so, too. And there's a bunch of other people in this set that I don't recognize. I looked them up. I still don't know who they are. Giovanna Depo is playing uh, Larry Underwood. He was on The Leftovers, Casey. I know you watch that. Yeah. Owen Teague from Bloodline plays Harold. Uh, he actually, uh, he's he was in It. He was uh, one of the one of the bad characters in It, one of the bad teenagers. Uh, Brad William Hankey is uh, playing Tom Cullen and Daniel Sunjata is playing Cobb. So, so when is the premiere? Uh, you know what I don't know, Steve? That's a good question because they're still casting it, so I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> says next year. Okay. So we shall see. Uh, now on to a show that you watch, Steve. Riverdale. Riverdale! The new trailer for season four. You see a search party on for Jughead. Betty's getting bonked in the head. Veronica's facing some sort of scandal, and people are playing football. That sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, showrunner Roberto Aguirre-Sacasa told E that the season four will pick up around the 4th of July. He said, I think some of the fun of season four and flashing to that is understanding and figuring out how we get to that point of the story. So in the first season of Riverdale, it was really dark and Twin Peaks-ish. Yeah. And then it took some flights of fancy, but I still enjoyed that. Uh, And uh, then they brought it back to um, the darker, um, you know, sort of Twin Peaks vibe. So I like where they're going. Yeah. They haven't gone off the rails, and the cast is really fun to look at. Yes, they are. Veronica. Yeah. Uh, who's the actress? Um, um, Camilla Mendez. Yes, yeah. Stunning. Uh, and she's so. dating one of the cast members from the show, as is the uh, as is uh, Lily Reinhardt, Cole Sprouse. She's yeah. dating. She nabbed Jughead. She did. Wow. Good on her. And she's in that new movie with Jennifer uh, Lopez, uh, Hustler. Oh, okay. Oh, a, yeah. Plays a stripper. A stripper. Yeah. I remember that. Hey, Artie Lang says he's seven months sober after rehab. Uh, he apparently wrote uh, in a post, uh, great to be home, seven months, 14 days sober, uh, but one day at a time. Lots of new stories to tell. I tweeted out at him. Uh, I saw that. Uh, yeah. nice. Really but, nice of you. Well, you know what? I really, it's just such a, uh, that book he wrote, and I keep referencing it because it was just an amazingly candid book, Crash and Burn. Uh, first off, I think Artie's great, but, uh, we, you know, we've had him on the show. He's been great. But Preston, look at him. He's he looks better than he's looked in quite a long time. Lost some weight. He, yeah, and um, it's a good picture, a genuine uh, smile. And I said, even the nose works in a Sopranos kind of way. Uh, the 51 year old checked himself into rehab after testing positive for, for cocaine and a string of arrests. So hopefully he's going to do well. All my children alum and Hallmark Channel host Cameron Matheson is opening up about his cancer diagnosis. Yeah, like, you know this guy. You've seen him all over the place. He's on a lot of the, uh, you know, those movies in, in addition to the Hallmark sort of talk show that he does. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was wild. Though. Like the, the guy seemed like in the peak of health. 
So now, on, on a side note, and I'll get back to him, uh, what right. I didn't know is they have, my wife was watching these, mm-hmm. these Hallmark mystery shows now, like m- almost oh. murder mystery oh. shows. Oh, yes, they okay. do. Oh, yeah, so it's year-round now. Well, if you're so for me, I watch now. I watch the Christmas movies year round because they'll they'll pick some and and uh, they're. I'm so excited for the new. I know this is crazy, but I am jazzed for the new Christmas movies. The mystery movies are okay. They don't have the authenticity and real world feel of the oh, Christmas is that movies. That what they're missing? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're missing that gritty on the street sort of. A, but it's funny that you say that because I'm thinking that these are kind of taking the place of, uh, you know, people's stories. They're soap operas that are now gone and off the air. This is sort of like the next step. You know, it's not uh, every single day, but an hour long movie or yeah. two hour long movie. That's pretty good, Kath. I think so. So rather than having the years long storylines. You can watch an hour, two-hour thing and and be good to go. Right. You know, yeah. the same not-real-life feel that the soap opera gave Oh, yeah. You. Does Rochelle watch the uh, the Hallmark movies? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All the time. All the girls, we, me and the girls have to get together. <laughs> my, my, my daughter's really nice. best friend's dad is way into them. His wife is not. So what we're going to do is, well, I think we're going to swap. My wife <laughs> oh. and he are going to get together and watch these, and me and his wife will get together and go do some. We'll go drink. Like that, yeah. Can Claire come along with you guys? Because yeah, she hates please. Yeah, yeah. Let's do she it, Club. Yeah, 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 yeah. Club, it's, it's almost like uh, um, Alcoholics Anonymous, <laughs> yeah, where the right. spouses who who don't have a problem yeah. Yeah. My name get is together Preston. as well. Go to Al-Nan. Uh, yeah, Al Yeah, is that what it's called? Yeah. Al-Nan. Okay, so we'll set that up for the, for the non-Hallmarkers. <laughs> no, it's Al-Nan for Hallmarkers. Al-Nan. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, what cracks me up, and I've said this before about those movies, is they have people, the 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 celebrities, or I'm sorry, the actors that that star in a lot of those are they look a lot like somebody who you think you know, but yep. you really don't. You're like, wow, I think I've seen that person before, and then you look up their credit, and you go, no, I've no, not that's seen not that person him. before. <laughs> yeah. Who is that person? It's uh, like generic serial, you know? Yes, <laughs> the one I just yeah. watched. Uh, it's it. on my DVR uh, most recently. Has and I'm like, who is that? I know that person. She ended up playing this character Silver on the reboot of. Of nine hundred two one zero, no one would know her. Mm-hmm. But you're right; she has that look. Like she must be really famous. Yeah, Who is yeah, that? Yeah. Uh, so uh, Cameron Matheson, who uh, has his Hallmark Channel, uh, he's a host on Hallmark Channel. Uh, said, I have a health situation that I want to share with you all. There are many reasons I love social media. Staying connected with all of you, uh, sharing fun experiences. Well, this time I'm asking for your help. Uh, he wrote on Instagram, about a month ago, I had an MRI for some gut issues I've been having. And during that MRI, they found a tumor on my right kidney. Wow. Uh, it's consistent with renal cell carcinoma or kidney cancer. Uh, he's having surgery today and uh, remains grateful and optimistic. And he shares two children, 16-year-old son, Lucas Arthur, and 13-year-old daughter, uh, Leela, with his wife, Vanessa Aravalo. So I assume that it's like almost, I, and I'm talking completely out of my ass here, but I assume that it has... A similar sort of a prognosis with the prostate cancer. If you you could remove the kidney and and know. you know, uh, well, we'll see. He uh, has. Oh. I follow him on uh, Instagram, and he has like that perfect family. Like you look at their family pictures, and you're like, how oh, yeah. does everybody look like this? Right. He's yeah. the kind of guy who talks like this. Yes, <laughs> but for real. Oh, yeah. but for real. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wish him the best. Um, the first group of presenters for the 71st Primetime Emmy Awards coming up September 22nd have been announced. Nominees, Angela Bassett, Stephen Colbert, Viola Davis, 
Uh, Michael Douglas, Jimmy Kimmel, uh, Seth Meyers, and <coughs> excuse me, and Billy Porter will present. They're running host free, right? <laughs> I believe that Host-less. is the case. List. Yeah, as will actors from HBO's Game of Thrones, Empire, uh, Taraji P. Henson. It was her birthday yesterday. Uh, Terrence Howard. Uh, 911's Peter Krause, Zendaya, and Naomi Watts will be on. Is Zendaya on a TV show? She is on a, that HBO show that's very provocative. Oh, yeah, Euphoria. Yeah. Right. It, yeah. I mean, it's it's really um, okay. boundary pushing. They got Terrence Howard's going to be a presenter, huh? Okay. Hang on a second. What uh, What's the show about? It, uh, it's high school kids who are... Um, uh, so... It, it's basically that, but they're, they're, they're all these sub stories, parties, parties. Sex. Okay, yeah, wow. sex, okay. the whole damn thing. Uh, yeah, Terrence Howard. Yep. Okay, I Empire. guess uh, always forgiven in his uh, domestic battery world. Yeah, Hollywood's very forgiving. Okay, <laughs> it's yeah. funny who gets a pass because he seems to have gotten one, whereas Chris Brown, not so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. how long ago did that occur? It was in the two thousands. I mean, it wasn't that long ago, and in Victor Fiorello wrote it in this day and age. Now. I mean, it does. You know, you you. Any past transgressions, including domestic yeah. battery, uh, would r- ruin careers for a lot of people. But Terrence Howard some- somehow has slipped through. Yeah. 71st Semi Awards will air live on September 22nd, and that will be on Fox. One last story. Game of Thrones star Richard Dormer. I had to look him up. Uh, he played uh, Beric Dandorian, uh, has been tapped to lead uh, BBC America's The Watch, based on the Discworld novels by Sir Terry Pratchett. This is great news. <laughs> Dormer <laughs> stars as Sam Vimes, captain of the watch. Uh, Dormer said, I'm so thrilled to be a part of this brilliant madness and mayhem. I was immediately drawn to the multitude of layers to Sam Vimes. And I find the dynamic between him and his band of disenfranchised comrades very compelling. Ah. I needed a filler story. No, no, no. It was really good. There's actually, <laughs> the, uh, I'm looking at who was... I can't believe I'm having a uh, brain fart here on the actor who played the bodyguard in the BBC series, Preston. Yes. Um, and, and you know what? And I, always Richard Richard Madden. I, I yes. No, I always forget his name, too. It's a short name. Richard, Richard Madden. Madden. Richard Madden. Is it Richard Madden? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's, who, he's, he's, awesome. he's dating somebody, and I'm trying to piece it all together in truly classical half-assed fashion. But I, I saw him with uh, whoever it was, and I was like, okay, that's a good match. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah he's a good-looking guy. And and it, he should be Bond. And if you've never seen The Bodyguard, yes. not not the, the movie with uh, Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston, but or it may be just be called Bodyguard. as a yeah. BBC uh, series uh, with starring him. It's fantastic. It's great. And season two of that is coming along. Oh, I can't wait. Wait, is I he, cannot wait. Is he gay, Richard Madden? No. Oh. No, I don't think so. I've, I've, I've seen him I've, ties with, uh, well, he may be uh, on the down low. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, who knows? You never know. You never know. I know he's been in relationships before. I, I know he's dating so. Caitlin. Did you read a story, Nick? It says that uh, he might be dating Brandon Flynn, but I don't know who Brandon Flynn is. Huh. Uh, and he dated Sam Smith at one point. Get out of here. Yeah. I thought I had Shut read the he front was, door. He was dating uh, women. Okay. So did I. No in idea. In fact, I saw him... I saw him paired with this one, uh, and I can't remember who it was, damn it. Well, he, uh, I don't know either, because he was dating an actress named Jenna Coleman, and but now he's uh, been uh, linked to a few different men. So hey, I'm, if I'm you're that sure. good-looking, sure. go for it. Why man. limit the menu? Yeah. All right, so let's do clips, gang. The outpost follows Talon as she journeys to a fortress on the edge of the world to track down the killers of her family. Uh, here, Anand... Desai Barokia talks about the rift between characters Janzo and Garrett. You what ever, am I even you, saying? You've you <laughs> reported <laughs> <randomly>. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. 
on this show more often than just about any in the uh, in the this part of the uh, gossip. Yeah. I could have sworn you just said the Native American uh, spell to get Free Willy to jump the J. Right. right. <laughs> uh, listen, I just whatever they send me, I That's go with. That's what you read. Listen. Here we go. <laughs> oh my what god! What Janzo lacks in the physicality, he more than makes for in his brain power. But it seems that Garrett's getting her at the minute, and so it's this kind of battle of like, I'm about to show you. I don't. I don't want. I don't think I want to see it. Man, right. what a titanic waste of time! All right, so he uh, is in the outpost, and it airs tonight at 8 p.m. on the CW. It's a new episode. A new episode of a show we care nothing about. Here's the next clip. Mixtape. Puts the spotlight on different rock icons sharing how music has shaped their lives. In this clip, Mick Jones reminisces on the moment that he wrote one of Foreigner's greatest hits. Here we go. I was sort of high and dry, and uh, I thought, should I go back to England? Maybe I took the wrong turn. And then, as corny as it may sound, I wrote a song called Feels Like the First Time, because what I was doing did feel like the first time. Shut up, dummy. Uh, it's a good the, song. The series premiere of Mixtape is on AXS TV. Oh. Access to TV tonight at 8.35. It's Mick apostrophe S? Mixtape? Nope. Oh. Nope. It's not just about him. Oh, it's okay. uh, different rock icons <laughs> sharing like, oh, how music has shaped their lives. You're, Nick, you're thinking of the outpost. <laughs> but that's interesting. That's a good idea. Yeah, Mixtape. Tape. No, it's M-I-X-T-A-P-E. Gotcha. Next week, Mick Jagger. Yeah, you have only guys <laughs> yeah. named Mick. Then... Mixtape. Mickey Dolan. <laughs> you think they could get Mick Jagger? Uh, nah. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow. Uh, who's done it already? It's uh, Access TV, AXS TV uh, tonight at, is that tonight? Oh. It doesn't say. It's it on says, right after the outpost. It just says uh, the series premiere mixtape is on AXS TV at 8.30 p.m. So I'm guessing that's tonight. Yeah. Just whenever it's 8.30, turn on that show. Yeah. And you'll know. And turn on that channel. Ha. <sighs> Yep. How are we doing? Oh, that's great. Yeah, awesome. We, we well, disseminated man. a lot of usable information. All right. <laughs> Thank you. You're so kind. <laughs> hey, you know what is interesting this morning is we're going to attempt to play a game with Gary Lauer. Yeah. We're going to try. He doesn't know that yet. No, he has he? no idea. And he's going to have to get here and, and far enough ahead of time so that we can. Uh, well, he's, well here's, he's, here's two different ways to play it. We can have him pre-record or we can do it live. I'd you, like to pre-record it. Then uh, that's fine. All right. We'll see. But uh, anyhow. It depends on what uh, time the limo he's paying for gets here. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> uh, Gary will be here later on this morning. Gritty's going to be Gritty! here too. I kid you not. Gritty's stopping in. And we also have uh, comedian Matt Bronger joining us. The sun's coming up. It's a good thing. We're going to take a quick break and we'll come back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us on this fine Thursday morning. 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the inaugural Market Street Run for Blue presented by Wawa. Sunday, October 27th, the event benefits the Philadelphia Police Foundation with a run through historic Old City to 30th Street Station and back for a post-run festival at Penn's Landing featuring food and beverages courtesy of Wawa. Awards for top finishers in multiple age groups and fun for the whole family. Click events at WMMR.com for all the details and to get signed up. Sunday, October 27th. It's the Market Street Run for Blue. Presented by Wawa. 93.3 WMMR is putting Philly first. So it looks like the National Toy Hall of Fame has announced their list of nominees. Oh, my God. You know what this means? What does that mean? Well, we're sliding on into the toy giving season, Christmas and Hanukkah and all that. I started And it always starts with this. I saw a, a list yesterday, Steve, of the... You know, it's going to be the top 30 
Christmas toys this year. <sighs> it seems too early, doesn't it? So I went through and I started to to scroll through the the toys. And I'm like, wait, I don't have to look at this anymore. Kids, they're not they're not toy yeah. age any longer, which was kind of sad for me personally a little bit. And luckily, they're at an age where everything's much more expensive than they that want. Too. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But there was a uh, yeah a full list of stuff that I hadn't recognized. Although there were some classics like one of the Elmo. Uh, there's a there's a new Elmo doll of sorts. I didn't really spend enough time finding out why it was new and unique. But it's it was a on the list. Hashtag Me Too Elmo. Oh, yeah, Me Too Elmo. The tickling is over. Oh, Yay. no more. No, no more tickle me. Yeah. Don't touch I, me, Elmo. You don't touch me, Elmo. I still have uh, I, I buy myself toys that I can play with, but, like, it's not a, uh, I'm not, like, an action figure or, like, race car kind of guy. But if you think about it, like, a ball is a toy, and I have bought myself over the years so many different kinds of, like, Things that you throw to, to all the oh. balls I've bought before. I'm so <laughs> mad I bought this this disc thingy. I can't yes. remember what it's called. Tell me about it. I love this story. All right. <laughs> zip disc. I think it's called a zip disc. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It caught me, caught my eye on on Instagram. What Preston. is it, Casey? Well, it's a tiny little, it looks like a like a mini little hockey puck. It's about, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a cylinder of sorts. Um, and you, and, and in the videos, you, you, in, the, in the videos, they throw it so far and it flies and you catch it and you can do cool little catches and cartwheel and catch it and all this sort of stuff. So cartwheel, huh? Oh, sure. <laughs> through you know, catch it through your, your legs, your legs and yeah. oh, it's amazing. Okay. We're looking at it. They're basically like a, um. It looks like a, a combination of like the way you would throw a rock and skip it on the water and yeah. a mini frisbee. Yeah, yep. it's like a small frisbee that looks like the a hockey puck sort yeah. of. Yeah, and you, and you do, Steve, yeah, you throw it like you're skipping stones. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The old zip chip is what it's called. Yeah. So uh, it comes in the mail. Oh, man, I was so excited. Uh, I grabbed my son. I'm like, let's go outside and play with this thing. About five minutes later, he threw it into the drain, and it was gone forever. <laughs> yep. Oh did, it, did, oh it, did it work, though, as advertised with the throwing? Would it, did it go a an incredible distance, and were you, in fact, doing full-blown gymnastic backflips? No. Well, you know what, Steve? We were just getting into it. We were just getting better at throwing it. Um, but, uh, yeah, these stupid videos, man. Well, it's, it's like when you, you uh, see the videos for, for Matchbox cars, and it's jumping and, through, you know, Circles of fire, oh, yeah. yeah. And behind it is is a mock miniature city that it's traveling through, and there's yeah. little, little audio animatronic spectators. Song oh, yeah. too, yeah. And somebody, yeah, you know, and explosions and all that stuff. And then you yeah. get it, it's a little box of pieces. Well, there's always a fine print on the commercial yeah. at the bottom that says, you know, it does not include blah blah blah. Yeah. City and square, yeah, city spectators. and fire, yeah. city and fire not included. You're a normal person with zero uh, ability to build any of these things, uh, yeah. and it's going to be a major disappointment. That is a good point. We've we've all talked about the time you go out and play with a brand new toy and it lasts about 10 minutes and it either breaks or you threw it on the roof. Need I invoke the name? Went down the drain. Soar, right? Soar. That was the the name of your airplane, your bird. Styrofoam Bald Eagle Companion (laughs) who was to be with me throughout my life. And not only that, I didn't just piss it away the way kids throw it in a field, mm-hmm. I'm going to take Soar up to where Soar can really soar <laughs> on my roof. Uh-huh. That was the last I ever saw of Soar. <laughs> it's gone. Gone! That thing it, three oh, counties away. It lived up to its name. Yeah. Bye. Basically like releasing a kite. Yeah. Oh, it was like, yeah. Or, you know, like a, a helium balloon when a kid accidentally lets go of one outside and it's uh-huh. like, oh. Oh, my God. Oh. Case... I yeah. had, you know, 
I, you these it's so funny, Preston, that you can remember these specific. That's why we always love this list because toys really do mean a lot to you. Yeah. I had because I was into James Bond growing up. I had my peer around the corner <laughs> telescope, like observation, so you could it yeah. would bend around the corner. You know, you could just move three inches forward and look around the corner. No, no sure. but you but, see your head. but you know, no, you this way you could maintain your spy identity because no one's going to say. No one's going to notice this large <laughs> reflective mirror appearing around the corner. Exactly. Uh, sorry, I wore it on my belt because most spies want to wear all the stuff that they're using directly on their belts for everyone to see. And um, the thing snapped while I was standing over a sewer grate. Fell right in. I had it oh. for less than an hour. Oh, man. I had only peered uh, around maybe like, three corners. I kind of want to cry for you. Yeah. I had to talk my parents into buying this walkie-talkie set. It was the coolest-looking thing I'd ever seen. Walkie-talkies <laughs> rule. But this this was way better. So it looked like a... a Field, um, like the army, field radio in the army. It had wow. a, it had a, it, it, it was like a phone that you would hold oh, up to your ear with the no box, way. with the box. And oh the my cord god! That came from it, and you wore the box on a strap around you. Well, and, it's probably quality then. And it had a big. It actually was. They were yeah. expensive, and I finally taught my parents in again. It had a big long antenna, and so I'm out playing with the first time, and I'm, uh, I'm, we're in the woods. Yeah, I lived in kind of a, uh, an area that had plenty of wood area, and I turn around. The antenna hits a tree. Snap! Snaps the antenna off Mother of it. Mother effort. You can't use a walkie-talkie without an antenna. This is something designed for the gone. battlefield, yes! Preston. <laughs> you you mentioned bitch, talking man. your parents into getting like I talked my parents into every single sure, toy. That's like, not shocking. And why, why <laughs> you I didn't even talk? You just had to ask it, one time. Like, yeah. Because the question, the follow-up question, is, would always be. Will it shut you up? Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, in getting a toy, you had to plead your case. You had oh, to say yeah. why, why yeah. it was so important, who else had it, and, yes. and you know, I promise I'm going to play with this all the time. The two toys that, I, when I was younger, that disappeared the fastest were the Super Bowl, because you would bounce it once, and then it would take yep. off. And I then... loved Super Bowls. Absolutely. Do you, and Nick, do you remember the original Super Bowl, which was the size of a base, like a no, hard ball? The yeah. one that I got was like a gumball size, maybe okay. a little bit bigger. But when they it, first it, came on, they were bigger. It didn't matter, because you you would bounce it twice and then it would leave Gone. and end up on a roof. And then the um you guys remember the Aerobee? Yes. It was like a disc uh frisbee. They were hard to throw, actually. They were harder to throw, but they would go farther. And um God forbid you ever take it to the beach because once it, it oh, yeah. like fr- frisbees <laughs> float on the water. Yeah. Aerobees sink. Quickly. Quick. Uh, it's like it's like a boat with a hole in it. A well, huge hole. I'm fairly convinced that uh a 20 yards off on the Jersey Shore, it's nothing but Aerobees. Oh, so probably. When, when Super Bowls first came out, Nick, and Preston, you remember it, just, it was just black, one color, black, large, about the size of a hardball. Eventually, you'd say, this is about the size of a hardball. Yeah. Let's up our baseball game. Right. Oh, man. And the first time you, you would hit an 800-yard home yeah. run, no. with, and you could never find it again. Yeah. And that was always the thing. You'd always lose. <laughs> no, but That's you, the original Super Bowl. You crushed that pitch, though, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Um, there was a little while during the mid-'80s where Nerf made a boomerang. Uh, it was a three-pronged boomerang. Yeah, you guys I remember, remember that? that? I yeah. love those. Yeah, I got about five of those in the tree uh, <laughs> in between me and my next-door neighbor's yard. You could bend them a little bit, and it would cause it to turn differently when you would throw it. Yeah, yeah. they all went... All right, well, listen, the winners uh, for the National Toy Hall of Fame will be announced. Uh, they'll be inducted during a ceremony at the museum, which is in downtown Rochester, New York, on November 7th. Last year's inductees were the Magic 8-Ball. Bon Jovi. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, Bon Jovi's not confusing more. Hall of Fame. Rock and Hall of Fame. Magic 8-Ball, uh, Pinball, and Uno. So those were the three that were put in. Those are three good ones. So I hate Uno. 
Because I just don't like games in general. <laughs> Pinball, Uno's fun. love, and uh, Magic, Magic 8 Ball was, was always fun. Like, you always had one. It, there was really yeah. not much to do with it, but it was fun. Listen, I want to get a walkie-talkie. Will I get one? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> the best part was when you finally got tired of it and you cracked that thing open to see what to was see in what there. Was in yeah. there. Yeah. 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 It was a liquid asbestos. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Steve, you don't like Uno or any game. What about, can you get it? Do you like Old Maid? Can you do Old no, Maid? You can't do I, Old Maid? I really, I, and I just. Those are like quick card games. I know. It's like, um, so I do like. You just don't like games. I, I like, there's some, what games do I like? It's so weird because None. you are a child. Yeah. You are, I mean, look at your bedroom. Look at your desk. Yeah. You like look. Connect Four, right? I hate to Connect Four. Oh, you <laughs> bought that? Giant life size. Bought that for, Casey. Oh, that for Casey. Yeah. All right. So uh, <laughs> Scrabble. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw out some name. Scrabble. Hate it. Sorry. <laughs> Trouble. Trouble. I'm okay because okay. it has a Popomatic. All right. There you go. The See, so- there's got to be something to play with. A mousetrap. That's what yes. it is. Mousetrap. Hungry hippos. The game itself is stupid. Mousetrap. You uh, just put the mousetrap together. Jenga, actually, fun. even. Really? So, but you know what I really Jenga's did? on this list. Oddly enough, what I did used to love uh, was chess. Chess okay. and checkers. That's that's a straight. Those are straight up. But I don't know games. what happened. I, my I, my attention span has grown yeah. even more. What about backgammon? Limited. Do you, you ever do that? Uh, well, Claire, my wife is phenomenal at backgammon, and uh, always tries to get me into it. And I get, oh, this is interesting, and I'm playing along. But I just, I, I never pull out the. I will play if other people have pulled out a board or something, and I will try. Mm-hmm. But if it's an elaborate game like like Monopoly. Like something that requires a lot of time. Monopoly I, is just too long. I mean, it, it, there's. I still love it. I know it's long, but I. I it, I've never finished a game. Really? Yeah. Yeah. We. I mean, there would be stretches where we would play it at the beach, and it would last like an entire week at down the shore. Or whatever. Yeah, people have told me oh, many stories week. like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was great. All right, well, from thousands of toys nominated by the public officials, narrowed the field down to a dozen. A committee of, a na- of uh, national experts, including toy collectors, professors, and psychologists. Uh, pick the winners using uh, these criteria. The toy must stand the test of time. It must be widely recognized, and it must encourage learning, creativity, and discovery through play over generations. What kind of toy encourages learning? You can vote. Um, <laughs> Dumb toys. For your favorite online at toyhalloffame.org. So 68 toys so far. This is 1998 is when they started doing it. So there's 68 toys. Um, that have been inducted. So and just because these are just the nominees. We these don't, are the we, nominees. We, and usually their selections are maybe two or three at most, right? Uh, yeah, I think it's right. three. Yep. Yeah. I wonder if any of those learning toys, though, have actually made it in. Like, there's a store, uh, I forget the name of it, but it's out by the King of Prussia Mall. It's right on 202. And I used to take Jace all the time when he was younger. And it was, you know, basically all of the toys in some way were yeah. teaching What's the one something. in Jenkintown, Preston? We'd pass it all the time on the way to DRE. It was it was a, um, it was a store with, like, like the Brain Trust or something yeah, like that. Yeah, a learning yeah. store. King yeah. of Prussia has one. Right, right. Uh, there's, there's a, a few of them. There's, there's one called Learning Express. I think there's the- one in Bluebell, okay. that that is a place like that where everything has some type of learning. Yeah, Nick, that's and a lot a of the te- a lot of teachers okay. shop there. Yeah. Okay, so let me let me roll through. All right, the, let's go. Let's get uh, the, the nominees. So uh, Care Bears, oh, uh, I it says, Care Bears, uh, Tenderheart Bear and Friends were created in the 1980s as a line of greeting card characters for American greetings, but boomed in popularity and starred in television shows and games. In 2015, Netflix launched an animated series around. I loved the Care Bears. You, they yeah, they too, each had a different theme or, you know, like some had a rainbow on the on the Sloth. stomach of it, the hearts, the, yeah, I loved it. There was all a sad them. one, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. It was like a, was like a cloud. Uh, I don't care, man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, and some of these are classics. You remember in the past, it's been like the ball or um, a cardboard box. Yes. Things that kids will play with. Air. So that would be this, the coloring book. Yep. No longer just for kids. A new genre of coloring books feature more complex designs and has uh, caught on with results. I loved coloring. Okay. Like my mom could sit me down at a table, hand me a coloring book and crayons, and I would sit there for hours. I enjoyed coloring books as well. I uh, enjoyed... Um, which actually, I think, doing the coloring books got me adept at drawing because I'd see the way the, you know, a lot of that stuff. And, I, uh, of course, I'd always have, like, superhero coloring books. Right. And so I learned how to draw those characters with that stuff. But, uh, yeah, I was, fun. I was coloring, like, probably at an age where I should have been past coloring. By the mm-hmm. way, that's not the case anymore because now the big sort of uh, thing is, and, and my wife got me about three years ago for Christmas, it's, uh, it's that like, um... Movie uh, Die Hard. There's a Die Hard coloring yeah. book. Yeah, we have a straight up porn coloring book. No, Do you? stop it. Hardcore pornography. It's hilarious. What? Oh my god. Yeah, that's too many penetration. The whole thing. It's no, hilarious. I love that. It's yeah. too much tan though. That's that's no fun. Yeah, well, depends. Not a lot of that must be. a lot of interracial porn out there. <laughs> you got the Mandingo version, right? Yeah, yeah. burnt Santa. You can make I, uh, one of them, uh, you know, like a Navi or something like oh, that. Use some blue. Yes, I'm doing oh, okay. a Peter North coloring book, and I've run out of white. <laughs> I need more periwinkle. The end of white. Oh my god, <laughs> Kath, I ate mushrooms one time, and I was and I was having a bad time. Okay. Uh, my you know mental state was not was suffering terribly, and I pulled out a, a coloring book and okay. crayons. Uh-huh. Oh, and it got me right. It, it like I, I swear it centered to god, you. Uh, it centered me. I was about to have like about six hours of like sheer terror, and then uh, uh, and then I started coloring, it, it and fixed wow. all, all okay. was right See? in the world. We have yeah. on our video monitor here in the studio, kind of what I'm talking about. Yeah, some straight up hardcore pornography coloring books. They I'm, do exist. I'm fairly jaded, but this is disgusting. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> well, it, the problem is that it's it's photorealistic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't right, care so, for it. So anyhow, that's a nominee for the Toy Hall of Fame. Uh, how about, here's a classic one. You can take that off now. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, because I don't want to say Fisher-Price corn popper while this right. anal stuff is up on our monitor here. So Fisher-Price corn popper. Is this the one that it's obviously not popping real popcorn? It's it like it has the things in the container that... Yeah, it's like a dome. It's a plastic dome. Oh, it's on the end of a stick and you push it. Yeah, oh, it's got yeah, the yeah, wheels. Yeah. And the balls pop up yeah. in the air. Yeah, it says toddlers have been pushing the wheeled toy since 1957. Watching and listening to the colorful balls inside the toy pop. So that is one. And that's a classic little kid's toy for sure. Is it supposed to be a vacuum cleaner? I believe that's it. Or is it just a corn popper? Or a uh, uh, a, a pop mower? Uh, no, I never thought that was a vacuum cleaner case. Okay. I mean, I may, I'm they wrong about those. a lot of stuff. But, yeah. yeah. We have one that's like that, but it's a lawnmower. Yeah. Uh, that we were given as a, a gift as the, well, the kids were little and we held on to it for one reason. They did love playing with that, though. Uh, here you go, Steve. Jenga. Jenga. Jenga's a nominee for the uh, Toy Hall of Fame. Drinking uh, Jenga. Any any game that was worth its uh, weight in, as you, in, in chi- childhood was able to be turned into a drinking game. Well, the, the, you were the large-sized Jenga now is, yeah. is very popular at all sorts of uh, you know bars and stuff. I never liked Jenga. No? Really? No, I find it uh, kind of annoying, to be honest. Hmm. But... I enjoy it. Yeah. There's a National Parks version of uh, Jenga that's sold at REI, and uh, I'll go into REI and <laughs> sit there and play it by myself. What, what do you mean a National Parks they version? Have, uh, so on all the little blocks, they have um, facts about all the National oh, Parks. Oh, that's right. Some of these Jenga 
games have stuff yeah. written on them. Like That's they've right. done with Monopoly. You know, they have different versions of Monopoly. Yeah. They have different versions of Jenga. I like oh. the the uh, the giant Jenga too at the at the bar, Steve. I think they have it still have it at uh, yeah. Xfinity Live. You know, like I, I like it falls on you. <laughs> it does <laughs> hurt. I like the porn Jenga. You ever play that person? No, no. but now I'm coming around. Hey, by the way. <laughs> Whatever. Of course. <laughs> I got an email this you morning. You mentioned the themed Monopoly games. Yeah. I got an email from a, ga- a gal named uh, Rachel Seibert, and she said, Hey, Preston, I'm a loyal podcaster listener from Charleston, South Carolina, but I'm originally from Bucks Co. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> last week is Hurricane Dorian passed through our city. Uh, thankfully, we had um, minimal damages, but I wanted to thank you for helping us get through the storm. My husband and I spent over 20 hours with no power. Listening to the Preston and, to, to Preston and Steve downloaded podcasts and playing Monopoly, the Philadelphia edition, we even realized, and I didn't know this, that the chance spaces had the MMR logo what? on them, and they sent a picture. No, really? No way. Really? Wait, picture. that's so cool. So here it is. Holy! Did F. they pay us for that? Uh, well, <laughs> this is from a few. This is before we started working here. Yeah. That this version came out because look, it's got the little the pill. Uh, you remember that little yeah. pink pill? Um, yeah, yeah. Logo, the was, pink logo. Yeah, when MMR was kind of going through a we've grown up, you've grown up. Yeah, mistake. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> regretful so, era. Uh, the, the, they the were bad like, programming yeah, era. Go ahead, use it. Uh, so. Uh, but they said that, yeah, the, and they cool. sent me the pictures, which is cool. And I was also wondering if you could send my husband, Julian, a crumb bum shard out for keeping me uh, staying sane through all the wind and rain gadzook. So Rachel wants that. Uh, and uh, I don't know if you need to throw in crumb bum. I'll throw in a crumb bum. It might take a moment. We weren't ready for that. Yeah, this will tell you the how dated this is. Uh, the... Um, Boardwalk property was core states. Oh wow! <laughs> no yeah, at wow. the time, so that's, that's funny when this came out. And in Independence Hall was You're part a place. real crumb bum. So there you go. Real All right. quick, core states is how far down the chain? That's right the first now. one, right? Yeah. So yeah. it was a core states Wachovia, first union. What about first union? And then core states. And then core states. Yeah, it's been four different names. Yeah. No, no, it was all right. So Wells Fargo. Wachovia. First Union. No, Wachovia. Really? Yeah, it was two W's in because a row. Because the, the FU followed that. Yeah, it was the FU Center for a stretch. So, But they're all the same bank. They just yeah. had different names over the years. Crazy. Wow. All right, so uh, after Jenga, we have Magic the Gathering, which is up for the uh, National Toy so, Hall of Fame. To the best of my knowledge, I remember Magic the Gathering making its appearance in the 80s? Uh, 1993. Okay. The collectible card game was so popular when Wizards of the Coast released it in 1993 that the company couldn't keep up with demand. Uh, the fantasy-themed game requires both chance and skill. My son is way into it. Uh, he uh, he does just, he enter tournaments? Yeah. Well, not well. He has done that, okay. but but he does a, a Friday night thing at the comic shop. That uh, is a, po- a, a comic shops all around the area. You'll go into the back of the comic shop, and there is always these tables and all these things for these different games. And Magic the Gathering is super popular. Yep, I got to give a shout to uh, New Wave Comics and skip back because that's where yeah. he goes to, and he loves going there. He's been doing it for a couple of years. He has tried to teach me the game. <laughs> you don't want one. All I do is get pissed off. All I do is get pissed off because I'm like, you're changing the rules. Do you know what? And it's not. It's just there are, the, the rules are fluid. It's too fluid for me. Yeah. I need more structure. Yeah. Uh, I think you might like Care Bears together. Ah, <laughs> yeah. I might. Uh, all right. So is there a skill to this game? Yeah, very okay, much so. I mean, there's, it's like there's... Dungeons and Dragons in, in the, to Preston's point where you're, 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 you're playing different. 
you're yeah, creating there, different things. There is chance involved. There's a lot of chance involved. But, yeah, it takes skill to okay. know what you want to play against your partner. But there is skill involved. Now, listen, if you're a, an aficionado and I'm pissing you off at what I'm saying, forget. I, I'm sorry. I just It's really complex. It's very, very hard. I'm Nick too Murphy, stupid for it. Nick Murphy, got, Nick Murphy got me the most basic type of cards that they have available. Yeah. And I still can't quite figure it the out. The cards were blank. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, here you go. Also up is Masters of the Universe. That includes uh, He-Man, She-Ra. Oh, the toys. Uh, the figures. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Neck and neck. Mattel's action figure. I had Castle Grayskull. I mean, uh, for me and my brothers, we had Beastman and Skeletor, and so the, we had all of them. Did the game precede the animated series? I believe so, and then the animated series became a serviceable commercial for the uh, toys. And right, as it cool. always works out, and then yeah. it was a career opportunity for Dolph Lundgren. Okay. That's right, yeah, wow. and uh, Courtney Cox. So you um, had uh, Castle Grayskull. Oh, yeah, yeah. My my brothers and I were way into <laughs> He-Man. Riches. Privilege. <laughs> that was a hell of a castle, though. I remember the commercials for that. I yeah. bet you you had the Millennium Falcon, too, didn't you? No, okay. no. That was, had, that was too much. I had the Death oh, Star. You had the, Well, you oh. know, the, the cutaway part of it, the Death Star. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was one of my all-time favorite toys. That and the the uh, um, Battlestar Galactica launcher. Oh, I love the yeah. Battlestar Galactica launcher for the. You could send the Vipers out, and dude, it would shoot them like fifty yards. You could rob a bank with those things. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. There was a kid in my neighborhood. He was an only child. He had all that stuff. Really, an <laughs> only child. Same he thing. Was an only child in, in our neighborhood. The kid across the street <laughs> yeah. was an only child. Not only that, it, it, the uh, um, the parents had divorced. Oh, yeah. so the oh. amount of toys he had. Off the charts. Yeah, he was an only child. Uh, later on, the, the parents did become divorced. I mean, I kept he... trying to tell my dad, "Why don't you cheat on mom?" <laughs> <laughs> Castle Grayskull was a, uh, a Christmas present from a brother Adam, and uh, so we would play with He Man and, and Beast Man and all those guys. And uh, we had a dog named Tugger, and he ate Beast Man oh. and, and pooped out Beast Man's head. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> yeah, that's kind of cool though. It's yeah, pretty it was awesome. Neat, yeah. Uh, real quick, Mel's been on hold for a long time. Steve wants to recommend something. Hi, Mel. You're on the air. Hey, it's your favorite sorority sister. Hey, hey you're not yeah. my favorite. Uh, Mel, what do you want to mention to Steve? Steve, there's BTS Uno. BTS Uno. See, I'm down with the BTS and I hate the Uno, so I'm conflicted. It, it's it's pretty fun. You've got Jungkook on like some skip cards. So I mean, when you're when you're playing against your friends and you're trying to mess with your friends, do you do? You, but do you play Uno? Do you play the actual game of Uno? You do play the actual okay, game. Okay, then I'm the. Then I'm out. You've got, right. you've got <laughs> Listen, I'm totally down with the cute boys. Thank you, Mel. (laughs) We'll see you soon. All right, bye-bye. All right, so I was um, just given some information about Uno not that long ago. I'm trying to see if I can find it, but, like... You're apparently not allowed to put, like, a draw four on top of a draw four. This is the kind of stuff that makes me hate this game. (laughs) Well, there should be rules. There should be rules. You can read them. Yep. Uh, Let's go to... (laughs) It's a free goddamn country. Let's go to Matchbox Cars. Love Uh, Matchbox Cars. That's a classic. I wonder if they Mm. would... Do separate categories for Hot Wheels and Matchbox cars. Didn't they merge? They were. They did eventually, yeah. but they were fierce competitors. Which did yeah. you like better? I actually liked Hot I Wheels. I don't remember. I think Hot Wheels had better suspension systems. Um, the the only thing I know is that sometimes on the tracks, if you had a Hot Wheels made track, the Matchbox cars sometimes would not run properly on them. All right, so so here's the deal: the Matchbox cars, like I remember, I think it was a Hot Wheel. Uh, it was a Mustang, like a like a you know like a 
a classic Mustang, like the one Steve McQueen drove, like the I guess Boss yeah, like Mustang, sixty eight Mustang, yeah. yeah. So uh, and uh, that sucker just rolled. But the um, Matchbox though would have the replicas of of famous movie cars. Okay, uh, yeah, those were the TV commercials that disappointed me the most because uh-huh. you get those tracks home and uh, they wouldn't do any of the tricks that they did on the TV. Yeah, that's what unless, Casey was saying. Yeah. Which one yeah. had the, 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 uh, the, the powerhouse? <clears throat> Preston, the, I want to say that was Hot Wheels. All right, so you'd go through, right, I think so. So basically on the track, you'd put all together. The track was not powered or anything, but the car would go through this house. There were two spinning drums yep. inside the house and it would shoot the car out and power it around the track. It would shoot it out at like a thousand miles an hour. It was, it was awesome. ridiculous. <laughs> so matchbox cars are on this list. My Little Pony. Yep. You Whoa. brony. I yeah. loved them. The bronies. The My Little Ponies I loved so much because uh, my mom never got them for me. And oh yeah, you and them. I don't know, and I don't. We don't know why. Like she can't remember why she never got them for me. But um, when I was like well into my teens, I used to tease her about it. And so for Christmas one year, um, Santa left me My Little Ponies under the Christmas tree. Yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't. I I, I met somebody recently who wouldn't allow their kid to watch SpongeBob. When why? Kid, I'm like. Okay, I'm my not little. Gonna, I'm not going to ask you why. I don't but... think that there was like a re. I think she just did. Like she kind of was like, I, I didn't know you loved My Little Ponies. I don't know. I never got them for you. There wasn't like a reasoning behind uh-huh. it. But wait, you want to hear a terrible story? I just found out your dad slept with Janis Joplin. <laughs> 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 no, listen. Yes, this, a terrible story. Please, this is so terrible. Everybody gather around. I <laughs> used to um, play with the little girl down the street because she had a whole collection of My Little Ponies. But like. I, I you didn't like, really like her. Really oh. like her. No, it's understandable. It's oh, pretty. So mean. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also that, used that to. That girl grew up to be Casey Anthony. I also yeah. used to make my cousin speak Spanish or <clears throat> pretend to speak Spanish, and I would tell her that I had a cousin from Spain and she was in visiting. Oh, what? How old were you? I don't know. I don't know. When do you play with My Little Ponies? It was about the same time. My wow. my niece is uh, huge into My Little Pony right now. She is in second grade. Uh, Rainbow Dash is her. The bronies, the bronies are like when we were at the we had the uh, the uh, the oh. challenge of belly flop challenge. They yeah. was uh, they were uh, they were not bronies. They no, were, they were the plushies, the plushies, the furries, furries, yeah, plushies. Yeah. Same sort of either deal. way. All right, here's another one on the list. I love these Nerf blasters. They're the best. Cleanup sucks. Uh, yeah, it's a pain in the ass. The, the better the war, the worse the cleanup. Also, yeah. make the kids do it. They're yeah. like violent now. <laughs> yeah, they they hurt. Do they? No. No, no I'm no, telling you. Yeah, no. I'm telling you, we, I just got one. It's like bigger than Jace. He's got to like prop it up. He can barely hold it himself. That thing's got power. Yeah. Yeah. We had, remember, I had a whole arsenal. Oh, yes, remember you did I, under I made, your uh, stairs. Yeah. I, I had a closet. I had a, uh, an armory. <laughs> uh, and I've held on to like three or four of them. I eventually got rid of them. The kids grew out of it. Yeah. But... Oh, we have a, a gun bin. I'm like, oh, I think yeah. it's in your gun bin. And one of his little <laughs> friends was over and he was like, you have a gun bin? And I was like, oh, does your mom not let you play with Nerf guns? And he was like, no. I was like, well, here we do. So, yes. <laughs> uh, so those are on the list. Steve, you mentioned board games. Yes. I hate this game. Okay, good. We can agree on this problem. <laughs> uh, what is it? It's Risk. Hate Risk. Yeah. Oh, my what, God. Wait, what was that? Remind me. It was to control the world, to conquer the world. It was a map of the world, and you would, you would gain... Uh, you know, you would you would essentially be able to control this particular country, and you would invade other countries. People and love this game, it was a Risk. strategy game. I made the mistake of one year playing with a guy who ended up being the valedictorian of our high school, <laughs> yeah. and he beat me so bad at it, like three or four games in a row. And I've, I've told this story on yeah. the air before. I got so pissed off <laughs> that I I 
took the, I hit the board. I popped it up in the air. It was sitting, <laughs> half of it was hanging off the table, and I knocked it up in the air. And those tiny little pieces flew everywhere <laughs> in my basement. Right. Years later. You were later, finding them years later. I would find them in the cracks of, you know, in, the, in this couch and stuff like that. I hated that game. Yeah. I never played it. Frustrating. Oh, it is for difficult. world dominance, though. It, you also have to have sort of a, a, a basic working knowledge of history. Casey would probably be really good at it. Yeah. The greatest strategy games. Yeah. And that's what this is. It's a total strategy Do you ever game. play Stratego? I was talking about Stratego. Yeah. Oh, is Stratego. it the same thing or no? No. No. It's way more difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stratego is, is a fun, easy strategy game. And I lose at that. I suck at strategy games. My son beats the crap out of me at, at Stratego. <laughs> I played uh, Battleship with my cousin one time, and he I like Battleship. He st- See, there I you do. go. Because it has we toys found on it. one. Yeah. He stacked all the ships on top of each other. It's oh, a little you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. You're not allowed to do that. You can't do that. Steve, when when they created uh, the battleship with the sounds, I loved it. And you'd hit the button, electronic yeah, yeah, battleship, yeah. and then you know, yeah. electronic battleship. Yep. And when that explosion would happen, badass. Oh, got awesome. you. Yeah. Uh, so that's up now. This one I don't really get, but they put it on the list: smartphone. What? The smartphone. Wow. Because let's face it, man. I mean, kids are playing. It's toys. So, what are the parameters the for for judging for time out and available? Is, is this seems like a? Uh, it a, seems like like a first uh, first year ballot. Like you know, it's like yeah. a, the equivalent of like what Bill Belichick will be in the NFL Hall of Fame. Like the second he retires from the NFL, he's going to be in. So here you go. So, the toy must stand the test of time. It must be widely recognized and must encourage learning, creativity, and discovery through play over gen- generations. Do we cl- – nah, this I is – I think it will be more whatever game they're An playing. app, exactly. As opposed to the phone itself. But it says that it has become a platform for countless mobile games and playful interactions, including sending gifts and altering photos. Mm. Okay. That's right. actually, I think that's a, a misstep. And then the last one on this list, these are nominees for the uh, Toy Hall of Fame, uh, the top, the spinning top. I'm surprised that hasn't been on before. Do you remember, Preston? It may have. They had it ones. Have been in. Oh. I don't know if it was what they referred to them as, but you'd hold on to it and you go, and it had like a gear in it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You would roll it against the ground. Right. And it would... It would spin for 10 Ever. minutes. Yes. Yeah. Do you guys um, remember these things? No. Yeah. They, they were was, hugely popular. They were, uh, I had those. They were pretty fun. Um, so, yeah, I could see a top being, I mean, still, like even, you know, taking a quarter and just flicking it and still spinning enjoy it. it. I, yeah. I'd still do stuff like that. What about the paper football? The thing that you just kind of yeah, like. Yeah, pulled, yeah. The little triangle? Yeah. That should be on the list, too. It should. It may have been. There have been a lot of them that have come and gone as far as nominees. That are lame, too. And uh, like Marissa handed me this, in 2005, they nominated the cardboard box. Yeah. Uh, we used to have, I remember, <laughs> uh, a friend had one of the most fun birthday parties I ever went to. It was a box party. You brought your own box. They had a bunch of boxes as well. I mean, like refrigerator boxes and yeah. dishwasher boxes. They went to, to businesses and got these. Dude, we had the best time. We made all these forts and just... How old were you? I was probably in fourth grade. Yeah. You know, something like that. And it was a blast. Do you remember that? Was it Battletops, that game? Where you'd... you'd, you'd, uh... There was... Well, when we were kids, you mean? I don't know. A few years ago, they came out with this thing called Beyblades. Yeah. Which were... My son loved those. ...of sorts. And they had an arena and they would bang against each other. Oh, that's so similar. Similar to the Battletops. They had a little spinner that you pulled through. Yeah, my kids were way into Beyblades yeah. as well. So, 
Uh, anyhow, November seventh is when they are going to officially uh, in, induct the uh, the three, I believe, uh, out of those twelve. So last year was a Magic Eight Ball, a Pinball, and Uno. So it'd we'll be see. great to see the Magic Eight Ball get up on stage and accept the award. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sure, exactly. <laughs> uh, you never know. Am I happy to be here? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kathy, maybe next year you could put a toy in the bitch box. Ah, Steve. good idea. My Little Pony. <laughs> Have I won this award? It is delight, decidedly <laughs> so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not likely. Not likely. All right, anyhow, we need to take a break because i got some bizarre mm-hmm. file stories I want to get to. We have a number of guests this morning, including one that we're going to play a game with. Oh, yes. Gary Lauer is going to be here. If he actually makes it here, yeah, we're right. going to play a game, I think, called uh, What Would Gary Do? Yes. Uh, so we'll find out about that later on. And uh, Gritty is scheduled to be here as well, which is pretty cool. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, The Good Mess. Celebrating our area's best talent, bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com keyword local shots. The Good Mess. Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks our world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I'm going to do a little plug for an event that I am going to be hosting, and it will be on Saturday at Del Chevy in Paoli. So this is going to be one of your last chances uh, to get some Burger Brawl tickets. Uh, and by the way, I need to mention this about the Burger Brawl, which is coming up on Sunday in the Navy Yard. You can't buy tickets the day of the event. You can't no. buy tickets there. You have to get them ahead of time. Don't make oh. that mistake. We yeah. see it happen all the time because we've been, I've been to every one, save for maybe one. I know you've been to the mall as, as well, Case. Yeah. And people invariably show up and it will sell out. So make sure, especially now as we're leading up to it, make sure that you get your tickets. So Saturday noon to two, I'll be at Del Chevy and Paoli, and in honor of the Burger Brawl, uh, Zach's Burger Bus is going to be there. Yeah. When I lived in Delaware County, we used to go to Zach's all the time. I love their burgers. Uh, so they're going to be serving up some food. So stop by and see me, and I'm sure we'll have some other stuff to give away. But I will be there on Saturday. It looks like a good day weather-wise. Uh, Del Chevy and Paoli, and uh, we'll have a chance to win those tickets. I mean, I mean we haven't decided how we're going to give those away yet, but usually there's a sign-up of some sort, and you just kind of hang out for a little bit, and you might win some tickets. So come on out and be a part of that. And, of course, if you want to buy your tickets for the Burger Brawl, you can go to WMMR.com, get all the details. But uh, keep in mind, kids under 10 are free, um, and it will it will be done. It's 2 to 5, So and you don't have to stay the entire time. No. So if you got to get to... You know, like an, an Eagles uh, viewing party or something like that. You, no problem. You, get, so what, you got plenty, plenty of, time. of time. You walk around and you will sample. And so what they do is, that you, you know, they're giving you like um, pieces of these. They, they In quarters usually. Mm-hmm. And you can sample and keep going back for as much as you want. It is gluttonous. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's amazing. It's a great way if you are any sort of burger lover. And, and there's also other stuff as well. Yeah. You know, and I've been going into the myriad of other things that are there. But uh, the truth of the matter is, is that... Uh, yeah, bring bring a little Tupperware if you yeah. want. Bring it's, bring a container if you want to take some home with you. There's that much food, and it's literally the best burgers in the entire city. Uh, yep. Listen, you, you'll you'll you know you'll get the meat sweats, but you'll love it. 
All right, uh, so join me Saturday, Dell Chevy, and Paoli at noon to two. Let's do the B5. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by Robbins Diamonds and Tax-Free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax. First is the 8% tax in Philly. Robbins Delaware Diamonds. A Florida teenager was arrested this week on charges of attempting to have her parents killed. Listen to this. This is uh, Alyssa Michelle Hatcher is accused of stealing nearly $1,500 from her parents' bank account. I thought she wanted a My Little Pony. While trying to carry out her (laughs) murder-for-hire plot. Wow. She used $400 of their money, the money that she stole from them, to pay a friend to have her parents killed, the document says. And when the act was not carried out, the 17-year-old paid another person $900 to do it. The girl's boyfriend told investigators he had seen her at a known drug house where she told him that she wanted to kill her parents. When she was interviewed by investigators at her home, Hatcher said that in addition to paying two people to kill her parents, she also used money that she had stolen from her parents to buy cocaine. Hatcher's parents were not injured and told investigators they want to they wanted to press charges against their daughter. That's a real crappy move to uh, steal their money. Yeah, to kill him. To kill him. Uh, she had been charged as a juvenile with two counts of criminal solicitation of murder and was transported to the Department of Juvenile Justice. So, if you think your kid is a bit of a nightmare, that gives you a little bit of perspective of how bad it could possibly be. And also, parents, please teach your kids to make their own hitman money. Please. Right. Yeah, it's just adding insult to injury. Well, this gal's story didn't have a fairy tale ending. A drunk and aggressive Disney superfan was banned for life from all of the company's Florida theme parks. Wow. Ellen McMillan, who is 53, was booted from Disney's Hollywood Studios last Thursday after she hit a taxi driver in the parking lot. Oh, Deputy said McMillan started slapping the driver when she asked him for a cigarette and he told her he didn't have any. There's video of this, isn't there? Not that I saw. Oh, okay. Uh, when authorities, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist, yeah. but it, it may be out there. When authorities confronted McMillan, she was slurring her words, reeked of alcohol, and had trouble maintaining her balance. It's the most magical place on earth. She told deputies she was intoxicated and wouldn't cooperate with the investigation until she got a cigarette. She also hurled profanities at nearby children and threw her purse on the ground when asked for identification. And this is a Disney super fan? Super fan. She's big time into it. In fact, at the end, I'll explain how big of a fan she is. So while under arrest, McMillan allegedly kicked a deputy twice in the leg. She was placed in the back of a squad car. She faces charges of disorderly conduct uh, and intoxication and battery on a law enforcement officer. McMillan, whose social media is overflowing with photos from Disney parks, has also been banned from entering uh, Walt Disney World in Florida. Her Facebook page appears to show that she made nearly weekly visits to the amusement parks and often shared tips with other Disney lovers. This is going to crush her. Yeah, a spokesperson for Disney said uh, Tuesday the company has no tolerance for violence. Hello, Universal. They kicked her out for life. Yeah, exactly. All right, this is right out of the movie Memento. A uh, An Illinois teenager that suffered a traumatic brain injury wakes up every day yeah. thinking that it's June 11th as her memory resets oh, itself every two hours. Oh. And she has to, like, write herself notes to remind her of things. All Isn't that crazy? day long. Riley Horner said about her condition, I have a calendar on my door, and I look, and it's September, and I'm like, whoa. Uh, People don't understand. She said it's like a movie. On June 11th, she was accidentally kicked in the head at a dance. Uh, Doctors couldn't figure out exactly what caused her, uh, her, you know, her uh, memory loss. Her mom, Sarah Horner, said they tell us there's nothing medically wrong. She'd be a perfect girl for me because 
I keep saying, tomorrow's my birthday. <laughs> tomorrow's my birthday. Did you get me a gift? She said they can't see anything. You can't see a concussion, uh, though, on an MRI, uh, through uh, on an MRI or a CAT scan. There's no brain bleed. There's no tumor. Wow. These, these, these situations are so amazingly bizarre. She also has no recollection of uh, major family events. Her uncle just died a few weeks ago. Oh, and man. She has and they to, have remi- to yeah. remind, remind her every day. That is crazy that's yeah. like a, i mean that's like a movie well it was there, 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 it's been done a couple of times the most i i'm the 51st dates yeah with drew, drew barrymore, barrymore yeah yeah also uh there's a movie with tina carvey called clean slate yeah i kind of like that movie. it's a good movie yeah. eight students were injured when a school bus driver died while at the wheel oh man uh the coroner in uh, mississippi says that the official cause of death of the bus driver's sudden cardiac uh, arrest, the driver clutched his chest and slumped over, according to the students on the bus. Last words were peanut butter. Uh, they ID the <laughs> bus driver <laughs> as William Chester Colt, because that's the game yeah. Casey used to play on the bus, yeah. right? Peanut butter. Peanut butter. Yeah, well, I mean, technically it wasn't me. that uh, It was a different school bus, but every time they went over the train tracks, they would All touch right. a screw and yell peanut butter. So maybe he screamed too loudly. Yeah. Ruptured something. <laughs> uh, Chester Cole was 63 years old, and no autopsy will be performed. They, oh. they know definitively. Some of the injured children were flown to the hospital. Doctors said at least eight students were hurt, and four of them are in serious condition. Yeah. His granddaughter was on the bus. Oh, oh. no way. Yeah. Wow. I wonder if they're going to start uh, long-term if they start to incorporate some autonomous capabilities in buses like this. You know, where, where if, if the, the manual driver kicks off. Right. If there's a uh, kind of a dead man switch yeah, type yeah, of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's uh, sad news. The bus actually rolled on uh, onto the side. Wow, think, from what I understand. So that's uh, lucky nobody was killed in that. One last story. Authorities in Texas say that a chimpanzee or possibly a monkey has been spotted on the loose in the Santa Fe area. Bayou Animals Services has been using a drone from League City Animal Control to search for the chimp. Can I come in for a second? I'm eluding a drone. <laughs> Uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife Spokesman Steve Lightfoot said officials believe the animal is a chimpanzee and game wardens are aware of the reports. But Santa Fe Police and Galveston County authorities are currently leading the efforts to locate the primate. Yes, I'd like to pay for an Uber to Plano, please. They... <laughs> Plano, huh? said it a Plano. <laughs> uh, they, uh, they are t- warning people not to go near the animal. Of course. Do yeah. not try to... Marry ca- it. Capture or <laughs> marry it. <laughs> Don't marry it. Not a good idea. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Bayou Animal Services said officials checked with all area holders of special permits to keep exotic primates, but none of the animals were missing. They have no idea where it came from. In Texas, there are a number of these um, amateur wildlife collectors. from. Yeah. Ti- I think there are more tigers in the state of Texas than in the state of Delaware. No, I don't... <laughs> than in the... Uh, no, than in the wild. Than in the wild. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just a crazy amount of these animals. Delaware has a fair amount of tigers. <laughs> they, of course. Yeah, so... They're drawn to the tax-free shop. Yeah, of course. Who isn't? All right, and there you go. That's what I have for you in uh, the Bizarre File this morning. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to have a guest when we get back. Uh, Matt Bronger is going to be at uh, Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight and tomorrow. So he's going to pop in. We'll spend a little bit of time with him. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, more stuff to give away. In fact, Gary Lauer uh, will be stopping by this morning. He wanted to come in. We're like, all right, well, we should do something. I so had three testicles. He had three testicles. We're going to play a game with him and your chance to win some stuff later on today. And the one and only... 
gritty yeah. will be here from your Philadelphia Flyers. We'll be right back. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Stephen has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're happy to have our next guest here in the studio. He's going to be at the Helium Comedy Club. He's back. Yeah, you know, we know him as Matt, but you may remember him as Ralph from Fuller House. <laughs> <laughs> Please welcome Matt Bronger yeah. to the program. Man. Hey, what's happening, Preston? Nice to see you. Good to see you, man. I'm doing well. <laughs> right. I they know. They know I'm just like a dodgeball coach. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing if someone's like, yeah, it's Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny as you go through, like, I look at, check it through your IMDb, and IMDb is now so routinely inaccurate. Oh, my God. Right. I mean, like, it's, yeah. it, it doesn't even serve a use, but, like, they have you, are you in the remake of Footloose? Oh, oh man! That was there's a thing called the Footloose Project that a, a filmmaker did where he put he broke Footloose into all these scenes and just put them online. Okay, and if you were a filmmaker, if you clicked it and you you claimed it, you had to shoot that scene because they have you in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I play the John Lithgow character like <laughs> oh. twice in it, but it, but it's like you know with we we just shot it with a bunch of oh uh, that's wild people in Hollywood. Yeah, do you remember your lines from that? Oh, um, God. which scene? <laughs> it, Yes, when he's on. in church, or uh, no, no. I, okay, I do this where where they're all at the the, the burger stand and they're list, they're dancing they're, they're dancing around to dance and in the he sheet discovers Shalimar, okay. and I walk up and just press stop yeah, yeah. on the thing because uh-huh. to him, you know, dancing is like I might as well have found them like snorting coke. Yeah, and, it's a sin. And yeah, 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 you know. And, it, and my daughter looks up and I'm like. Your mother wondered if you needed some money. Uh, and I just right. take out a twenty dollar bill <laughs> oh, and just that. walk away, just shocked. Oh, that's just like great. I saw my daughter doing porn or something. <laughs> yeah, something so brutal. <laughs> like what? he's so devastated. Oh, what God. I love about that, from the first one to the second one, oh. in the first one you have like all right, these kids are like professional level dancers. Then you had the second level in this town that for, where dancing oh. is forbidden. Yeah, they're like. Broadway level dance. They're, they're they're Broadway. Yeah. They're New York City break dancers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're just incredible. I mean, it's just these, a stop. How oh, these <laughs> children of the of the of the Corn Belt are just. <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. There's a case With to the be made. Graduating class of the Performing Arts School. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, absolutely. It's so funny. It'd be great if they reshot it and everyone just. Sucks. Like, they're all terrible, but it's just like, that would be a lot more That'd fun. Be realistic. Like, they're all trying. Yeah. Well, the yeah. only one who sucked was Chris Penn. Chris Penn. Recall. Yeah. Who yeah. had to be taught to dance. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Look, the late Chris Penn, right? There yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. See? Footloose killed him. Hey, mm-hmm. uh, so <laughs> you're doing a 12 stop tour. The Philly is your first stop, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, is this just going to be mainly in the Northeast? Or? Um, it's mostly based in, in, the, in the Northeast, yeah. Okay. But it's, it's, uh, it's, it's just kind of, it's kind of random. I get, a lot of times I get a relative look at my schedule and be like, well, why are you going here? And and you're flying back across the country, then here. And I'm like, because all these comedy club owners just give me offers. They, no one goes, how can we make it best for you? <laughs> yeah. You know, they're right. dealing with a thousand men and women yeah. at any given moment. Make sure Matt's comfortable. Yeah, and it's yeah, literally yeah. like when that aunt is like, why aren't you on Saturday Night Live? Like, <laughs> well, I don't know, Mary Beth. That's got to be why. We see her all the time. You, are you trying to get a TV series? <laughs> no, I would hate it. Yeah. Uh, you're originally from Portland? I am, yeah. Where do you, where do you reside now? Uh, Los Angeles. 
Okay, it's got to be. Uh, did you enjoy growing up in Portland? Is it a? I loved it. Okay, yeah. cool. I've, yeah. I've had friends that have gone and worked there, mm-hmm. and and you know had had been transplants and really loved it. I've never been there. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know um, Chuck Palahniuk, who wrote Fight Club, wrote a book. Uh, it's called Misfits and Rejects or something like that. But it's about how everyone who who just didn't fit anywhere else just kind of ended up there, and mm-hmm. that's why it always had a weird art scene and bar scene and things. Portland is very. Very correct. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's kind and of that it, was even it, years ago. It's evolved that was... into that where everyone's kind of embraced that ethos in yeah, a sense. Yeah, yeah. But uh, when I was a kid, it was just really random. Really, uh, but it was it was fun. Yeah. Uh, it was a great place to to grow up. But like, uh, my parents just moved there as teachers because everywhere they lived kept. Uh, uh, slashing the public school programs, so yeah. my parents were just landed there where they kind of took care of that. Now so you nice. recently did a, a shot a special there, right? Yeah, well, a couple of years ago. A couple yeah. years ago, mm, okay. yeah, yeah, but right. semi recently. Yeah, it was the last. There's a comedy festival that I co-founded that we finished at 10 years called Bridgetown. It was Bridgetown Comedy Festival, and I. Uh, I had this hour burning a hole in my pocket. If you talk to any comic, if you've been doing the same stuff for more right. than like a year, two years, after a while, you're like, I'm going to be. An audience can always tell when you're tired of a joke. Yeah. Let's just say, you know, they can tell you when you're phoning it in. Um, it'd be like if you saw your favorite band, and you know, if the Sto- Rolling Stones are like, great satisfacting. Yeah. Here's a surprise. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you have to. You have to. Even if you've been doing a joke forever, you have to kind of learn to rediscover it and love it again. And so I had this hour, and I'm like, I have to shoot it. And so I talked to the bookers. That work for the producers that I was working with, and they're like, "Well, uh, we have the Paris Theater if you want to shoot it there." And I was like, "Amazing!" Because when I grew up, the Paris was a, a porno theater. It was oh, like, that's yeah, it was awesome! Like old theater you would go in a trench coat, and yeah, yeah. and and uh, then it became a, a punk rock theater to to the point where I don't know. Growing up, you had those those venues that oh, yes. you, would, you would well, you would talk. You you were too young to go in them, mm-hmm. but you'd make up stories of what went on in them. Oh, you know, yeah. like I heard there was a guy in there. <laughs> And he cut his whole arm off during a song. Yeah. No way! Yeah, 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 they're a crazy band, man. And you never heard of them. You know, like that was where those that was that was who would play there. Okay. There in a place called the Satyricon. So it was just like this is great. And now it's I've completely heard... re- redone and revitalized. So it's 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 like really clean and nice. And mostly DJs play there. But it was a great place to shoot. So. I think I've heard of the Satyricon. Is that is that pretty, pretty well legendary? Known? Pretty and legendary. So and there are a lot of these places that were the porn theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for example. There was a place on Long Island called the Coram Art Cinema. Ah, uh, yes, sure. And uh, there was really never any Bergman or any, you know, <laughs> Fellini films in there. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, and then it, it was one of those places, though, where you mm-hmm. would get those crazy stories of the bands who play. It was just one of these old pers- There's really not a lot of those places left anymore. No, because you've, you've, you've got anything, any any uh, live place worth its its snuff has been bought. Yeah, in a sense. yeah, yeah. Kind of like Live yeah. Nations, own, they own everything. Right, in, right. In a sense. You don't have a lot of the old independent places. Honestly, because you don't have a lot of people who want to put up with it anymore. I mean, yeah. dealing with punk band after punk band night after night would, <laughs> God. Like, I mean, they're cutting their arms yeah, off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had a, a, a we have a venue here in the city mm-hmm. called the Trocadero, which oh, is sure. you know long and storied, but uh, yeah. you know, it sort of fell into disrepair. And mm-hmm. you speak of Live Nation, Live Nation is doing a lot of great things in this city, absolutely. And, like, and um, as a result, like there are some really, really great new. Yeah, theaters. like the Met. Mm-hmm. The, the Met is beautiful. Yeah, uh, the Fillmore. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, that's what. That's one thing I love about yeah. companies like that is that they've taken. There's these great old theaters and they re, re, revitalize right. them and bring them back. And, is, there, is, is there a specific? Because because actually, Kreischer, Bert Kreischer played uh, the the, the Troc. Yeah, uh, you know, a show there. Is there? I mean, 
do you just prefer the the standard solid mm-hmm. like helium is just a you know uh, is a great comedy club. Sure. It's, it's a shallow room. It's a perfect room. It's yeah. just yeah. exactly what you want. Is that your perfect thing? You know, do you the, theater? I mean, I'm, I always find it interesting. Various comedians have various takes on how they like yeah. to work and what they like to work in. What what's your optimum condition? Well, I think it's it's kind of a uh, it depend. It, it's a mix of the two. To yeah. like you know, long answer long, basically, <laughs> it's it's you've got uh, when you have a place like Helium, it's the the. The construction is perfect. It's yeah. architecturally perfect for stand-up yeah. because you have a lower ceiling. You feel like you're in part of it. You want to feel like everyone's in the same club. It's intimate. Like secret club. Yeah. We're all in here. But when you have a nice big theater, then it's like now it's an event. Yeah. So I always yeah. get a little louder. I, I did this thing called um, Live From Here with Chris Thiele, which is like the new Prairie Home Companion. I love yeah, that. Yeah, doing yeah. that. Yeah. So I just mm-hmm. did that in New York with uh, – uh, Vampire Weekend and Jake Gyllenhaal, oh, wow. you know my contemporaries. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I did that, and it was it was it was great. But it's it's a, it's the the old or the town hall theater, which is from the eighteen hundreds. Yeah. It's about sixteen hundred, so it's big, but it's not enormous, crazy. Uh, and it was it was a lot of fun to kind of go out there in the middle of all this beautiful music and do my bozoery for like <laughs> eight minutes, um, and, and and so that was one of those things where I was like, yeah, if I had to, uh, if I had my druthers, I don't know if I would go with one this big, but at the same time, this is amazing. That's cool. Had you worked with Chris before, Chris Thiel? Uh, yes, we we did uh, Wolf Trap, Virginia. Okay, the, yeah, he, he's um, you know he's in Nickel Creek and he's uh-huh. incredibly talented. Uh, <laughs> yeah. is, is he uh, intimidating at all to be up on stage he's with? A, he's the sweetest man of all time. He's the nicest. Guy he's and, a really good host, and yeah. I, I was a little, you know, because Garrison Killer had been doing it forever and right, was established right. as that. But he, uh, Chris, has made it a little more modern and, yeah. and cool. Yeah, very modern and cool. But also, he is, as you said, he's he's incredibly talented. and He's also like his range is incredible. So mm-hmm. we did a whole thing about uh, uh, this 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 uh, this this Bach. Um, uh, I forget how to say the name of it, but it's this, it's this concerto that he wrote. Supposedly, when he found his wife had died, huh. and it's incredibly beautiful, but it's just him on a mandolin playing it, and it goes throughout the whole show intermittently. And we wrote a whole thing at the very end where I, that was cut for time, where I was going to come out and be like, "Hey, Chris, you know, he wrote that about his dead wife. Way to bring up the room, man. You know, to like kind of take the take the steam out a little right, bit." Right, and he yeah. loved it, but it just didn't work. So it was like, not only did he have this beautiful piece of music that was so meaningful, he was totally willing to just shred it. How did you, you end up? How did you end up getting that? Yeah, uh, they. Uh, they they knew of me somehow, and my my reps pitched me, and they were like, "Oh, we think he'd be he'd, he'd be great." Because and get, that's where your musical interests lie. Well, no, I, okay, it, yeah, I would say yes and no, but that's not why they knew of me. They kind of just knew of me as a you know a flim flam man, you know, a youngster. <laughs> they just they just like they just like my jokes. Uh, yeah, yeah, they knew you as Ralph from they Fuller knew House. As, as Ralph to to coach the volleyball yeah. team to victory. And yeah. side note, team, a note about the the yeah. Fuller House thing that was wild because. You had uh, you not only was it on the lot, you yeah. Know, right. You had you had these um, these tour vans that they drive you around and stuff, little trains, and they're co- everyone. All anyone's looking for is the cast of Fuller House. Yeah. And anytime I would come in, you know, you you know the rules when the red lights on, you don't go in because mm-hmm. they're filming. When it's off, you can go in. And I would go in immediately met by like four giant security guys. Wow. Be like, hold on, and I'd be like, and I knew the, by then I knew like Steve. It's me. Yeah. And they'd be like, all right, all right, go on. So what, but because they have so many, their fandom is so insane. We must that, assume then that you're somehow directly connected to the Varsity Blues scandal now, right? Because of the whole. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Though I, I don't have a kid yet. I'm already making inroads to bribing people. Sure, sure. To pretend they're the. What was the, the boatsman? What was the thing that they said her daughter was? Uh, she was yeah, on the rowing team. On the rowing yeah. team. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, what yeah, was crew. it? Crew, yeah. Crew, yeah. But, crew, but what was the position? Oh, right. Like, 
Yeller. Was she a coxswain? She the might per- have been a coxswain. Yeah. 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 My daughter's an amazing coxswain. Uh-huh. She kills it yelling at the other rowers. It's funny like, they just sit there, right? They That's it. Even, they they just go, they're row. important. They're row. very, very important. Row. That's literally it. That's it. Casey, you're missing it. Casey is staunchly defending the coxswain over here. No, sorry. It's insane how important they are. For a person on the boat that doesn't hold an oar, Right, like it's crazy important. Uh, I'm learning these things because apparently my son couldn't would, a metronome get it done. My well, so essentially that's it. But apparently my son is like. Are you perfect- laying ground rules to get your kid into college? <laughs> just to be, look, I'm just not to call you out. <laughs> I've been told this. My no, no, son, my son. I, is I love small. this though. I, I, right? Yeah, it's, it's it, it really is okay. Great. It's a, it's an important person. They keep everybody in sync and Got it. yeah, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> but you don't have to have any sort of like rowing experience. Sure. Hence, Lori Laughlin's daughter is that a- just makes me sad for actual really good coxswains. <laughs> yeah, like you yeah. know, there's someone that's just like. Damn it! Like, saw I mean, that news. It was like, oh, like I didn't have to defend it every time I go home for Christmas. Can you imagine if that? If they didn't get into, in a USC because of Lord, like, you're a really good coxswain and you applied to get in USC and you yeah. didn't get it? Oh, that's definitely what happened. Yeah. Dare I a say good a coxswain didn't get in. Because yeah. <laughs> of this jerk. Because of this person that, uh I'm really and, good at this. And everyone everyone going into college is, is an idiot most times. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, everyone was like, she didn't even want to go to college. It's like, did you? Yeah. Like, everyone's just like, no, I just want to party. Because I'm, I'm 19. Or, no, I'm, I'm uh, 17. Uh, you know, and she's like, I'm not even, I don't really care about school. I just want to party. And everyone put her down. I'm like, that was you. That was all of <laughs> it. Was, it was funny uh, because she was just saying what, what really the, the bulk of people. But you're not supposed to say that. No, you're not. Especially when you're coming from what is perceived as a point of extreme privilege. Oh, can you imagine you've already br- you've already made a decision to bribe. You've already paid off all the people. Right. You paid off the coaches and all this stuff and you're and they're going in and then then you see that video of your daughter <laughs> going like, I don't even care. I just want to party. <laughs> I like to party. Now she's looking at 40 like, years. Yeah. Honey, can I? T- oh, my God. <laughs> you know you went and just kicked just a, just a dent in the garage door and then went back inside. <laughs> if you're just tuning in, it's Matt uh, Bronger who's here with us. He's going to be performing at Helium Comedy Club. One show tonight. Tomorrow there are two as well as Saturday. And you can go to heliumcomedy.com to get tickets. I wanted to ask you about your podcast. I love the title of it. Oh, thanks. And I love the concept because I've wanted to do something along this line. This line it's called advice, and I can't say the word. On I it. say advice from a dipstick. Okay, okay. It's advice not dip from a dipstick, dip but the other s else, yeah. word. And essentially, you will answer questions and give life advice mm-hmm. from a well-meaning dipstick. So, yeah, yeah. From- and, and I've I've felt the same way. I think that I have a little bit of advice that might have some some legitimate legitimacy to it, but. I am not qualified in any way, shape, or form to give you said advice. You know what I mean? I always say I am not Dr. Drew. Like, if you really have a serious problem, you should talk to a professional. I go to a therapist twice a month, personally. That's not for you. Fine. But uh, I I base my advice on my life's mistakes, and there are many. And uh, basically, people just leave messages for us, and my producer, Amanda, culls them and curates them. And then if I have a guest on... Uh, she basically cherry picks ones that would be great for them. Cool. So if I have a gay guest and someone's like, look, I don't know how to come out to my family, we play that with the, with them. If okay. I have a guest who is newly divorced and someone's talking about divorce, or we get a lot of people that are very young. We get a lot of people that are just coming out of the military. They don't right. know what to do with their lives. Sure. And look, I'll be honest, I got to do what I love for a living 
because I was an idiot, because I took chances, because I said, F it, I'm just going to try for this, even though it's against all odds. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, especially in the era we're, we're in, you know, like Helen Keller said, life is either, there's, security is an illusion, life is either a great adventure or nothing. And I think that's never been more true than now. Right. Where there, we don't have any nets. So if you have a thing that you're good at, that your heart lies in, you, you might as well kind of chase it. Yeah. So what would be the most common theme in, in the advice that is sought uh, from you? Uh, yeah. Is it relationship? Is it... It's 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 combination relationship and employment tie. I would okay. say, you know, and and sadly, a lot of times it's like, how do I make it in the biz? And it's just like, yeah. I don't even. No one knows. I know. Well, you did. Jerry Seinfeld doesn't really know. You know, yeah. like nobody really knows it other than just bust your ass. You did get. You did give a little piece of sage advice, which I've given. I think through attrition, through just living life, you start to accrue some knowledge, and yeah. you also have to say mm-hmm. again, you're saying this isn't. Uh, this may not be clinically correct right. advice. But the whole thing about um, eliminating safety nets yeah. and just forcing your ass to go, I'll mm-hmm. F it, I'm going to try this. Yeah. Because that's, you got to get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And that's what, that's what will pr- propel you. At least it'll get you a decision yeah. in the process. Well, you know, people throw on the Wayne Gretzky's, you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. But yeah. like, people always think of that as like the shots are just like you're, like you're listening to Eminem's Lose Yourself. Like <laughs> it's now or never. It's like, right. no, it's as simple as just showing up. Yeah. You know, when you go to exercise, just go to the gym. Just go. Yeah. yeah just yeah, go yeah. and be there. Get into it if you can. And then, oh, wow, look, I'm doing it. Or, or you know, uh, go. Quit that job. Go for it. Go for the other thing. Try it. It's you know? funny how how it's, and people and listen. We all do it. We've all had that point in time mm-hmm. where we are the one roadblock in standing in front of what we're telling ourselves we want to do. Absolutely. There's always an excuse. Yeah. There's always an excuse, but we might as well be. It's fools rush in where yeah. angels fear to tread. Like, right. Go. Just yeah. go. Be a fool. I love that. I was thinking about this on the way into work this morning. That are you at all surprised about the number of successful comedians uh, in the country? Because it seems to me like there are more than ever, and it's not for lack of talent. Right. There, there's some really incredible, mm-hmm. talented comedians out there, and all of them have a Netflix special. Sure. But it's uh, it, just the the pure number of them kind of uh, surprises me a little bit. Well, it's funny. Uh, Kyle Kinane describes this as like the hair metal period, and it's all going to come crashing. <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, that's good. I, but I, yeah, but it's I, true, though. I don't, think it's he's, true. I don't think he's wrong, but I also think we're always going to want to laugh, and now there's just a million platforms to laugh from. Yeah. And, and you know, you mentioned, you mentioned Netflix. Netflix has been great about uh, bringing out people that no one uh, might have heard of, you know, that maybe aren't playing uh, bigger clubs and stuff. Uh, but there's there's all kinds of different ways to get yourself out there. I know people who make a living off of YouTube. There are people that have just been discovered by just putting their their stuff online. So I, I think it's 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 true that there are more, but that there are there are more because more have been seen. Right. And I think in a sense, I don't think there are that many more as much as there. You're just seeing more of them now. Do you know what I mean? No, your your ability to access them has increased. Absolutely. Because I I remember years ago, you know, when I did it briefly for uh, stand-up and everything, there there were a lot... That, but they they didn't have outlets that could get them. Even That's if it. you're dealing with a limited audience, there were there was on an open mic night, mm-hmm. you would know how many there were. That's yeah. the word, Just, especially when you're going on at four o'clock in the morning. Right. So so now you you, you had mentioned Netflix, and mm-hmm. you know, so Netflix is huge. Comedy Central's huge for for standups. Right. Uh, actually, Showtime is is now featuring Prime stuff. is as well. But but uh-huh. I have um you know I, I come from a from a time where the uh, um, Comedy Central had two different stand-up comedy. Shows that oh. I thought featured comedians in a really, really great light. One was a Half Hour Comedy Hour. Yep. And then the other one was Short Attention Span Theater, yeah. which was basically almost kind of like the same show. But, mm-hmm. you know, so, but they would just take 
I don't know, a two-minute clip of yours yep. And, yep. and put it on there, and mm-hmm. then it would you know cut to another two-minute clip. And yeah. so I don't necessarily know if there are more comedians yeah. now. Um, mm-hmm. I and, just think because that show went away. Right. And now there's there's a, a new outlet that, that hadn't been there for a little while. Yeah, and it's funny. I think we're we're kind of headed back toward that because, you know, when Netflix became the gold standard and then they started making – uh, half hour and 15 minute specials mm-hmm. where people were like, you know, uh, I don't know if you've heard uh, comedians are very egotistical. Have you, <laughs> no, have you guys heard that? I don't no, know if that's no, that no, news. No. Selfless is have the you word heard that we've water heard. is yeah, yeah. wet. Hey, yo. Uh, yeah, it, it, so they would, they would say, oh, do you want this half hour? And like, no, I'm an hour guy kind of thing. Or no, I'm yeah. But the, the truth <laughs> is, people's short attention span, back to the reference in that show, mm-hmm. people sometimes go, all I want to watch is five minutes. All I want to watch is ten minutes. And it's like you're still getting yourself in front of these people. And I think we're going to head back to those days where we're going to see like two, three-minute bits and it's going to bounce around. Yeah, but they're also sure. taking like a really good two minutes yes. of yours. And that was curated from mm-hmm. comedy clubs. They would yeah. just film in comedy clubs. I don't know how much they would pay each of those people. Probably not much yeah. at all and then no, no, yeah, sign it away it's a lot of content it was the old dangling carrot but it's exposure you know <laughs> do, you, uh, do you remember but, when there was, was yeah. there used to be i remember clearly this and i'd forgotten that this was the case comedy central was actually two networks brought together right. there right. was was it c channel or something like yeah, that Yeah, something just like the comedy channel yeah yeah like and that. then they, they both came together and they right. both had full schedules yep. of comedy shows mm-hmm. that were morphed into each other yeah but even the genesis of comedy central has changed pretty dramatically from its original Absolutely. You know, it, it now relies heavily on, on, uh, on stand-ups and roasts. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Roasts and, and, and reruns. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it yeah. is. Like, like, people will never stop watching the American version of The Office. Right, yeah. Because it's just, it's just, it's amazing. It yeah, yeah. like It's on Netflix, it's on Comedy Central, and so it's, it, that's kind of their bread and butter, but also that pays for the stand-up specials, too. It's pretty know? cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you uh, are you deep into Netflix as far as viewing goes? I mean, is it... Um... Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I go... I bounce around Netflix and, and Prime, and then, yeah. Yeah, I've become that, too. I've, I was initially hesitant on, on uh, you know, streaming on demand and all that stuff, and then I got the one, and I'm like, oh, well, let me try this. And then they had a show on this one, you know, so right. now I had to get Hulu, and now I have to have uh-huh. Prime, and... <laughs> yep, yep. So $1,000 <sighs> a month in Yes. Uh-huh. I should pay it's for It's coming. <laughs> Disney Plus, that's going to be And then Apple then just Apple. announced, but their first year is going to be free. We were just uh, talking off okay. air. They're, so they're going to they're gonna give you a taste like a good pusher does. Sure, yeah, and yeah, And then, yeah. yeah. then you get on board. Mm-hmm. First what, one's free. What shows <laughs> you are you watching that are uh, rocking your world? Uh, well, I just I just burned through the boys. Oh, yeah, I did too. Yeah. It's uh, my, just about as my, good. My buddy drew it uh, back in the day. And I mean, he, really? He came out and uh, he... Um, he he saw me in uh, San Jose and we hung out after the show and he drew the most hideous like drawing of me I've ever seen to the point where my manager's like you need to burn this and I'm like I'm gonna put it on MySpace you know it's back in MySpace days but we kind of stayed in touch and and it was such a dark but hilarious comic I never thought it would get made well and it not only got made it got made amazing oh it's fantastic yeah. I need to read I need to read the comic it's so much darker oh, is it oh, so really much darker. okay yeah it's, all right it's but it's I still think it's not losing anything where where they where they have it now. I mean, it's it's brilliant, and mm-hmm. it's it's as uh, Kevin Smith. I was uh, you know um, he's a friend of the show, and we yeah uh, just he had just finished on uh, Twitter. He posted about finishing it up and having that same rush when you first started to see you know the Marvel movies really be being what they should be yeah. in the movies. 
with this series mm-hmm. where where he takes so to me it's very uh, much like the Watchmen yes with a with a with a really sarcastic sense of humor it's really funny yeah, yeah. in fact Matt I, I I watched the boys I finished watching it and then I I didn't go to see the uh, um, Spider Man Far From Home film and they re release it back so I went to go see it last week in the theaters so and I watched it and I'm like. Marvel's not the same since watching the boys. <laughs> yeah. It is not the same since watching that, man. Well, I feel like it's different. It, you know, it is. I, I, I enjoyed the last Avengers movie, but I also like, you know, I, I I was so excited when Adam McKay got the rights to Irredeemable, which is like a, a graphic novel series like the boys, where what if Superman lost his mind? Yeah, well, like hostage. like Brightburn. Yeah. Brightburn is, is is sort of a riff on that as yes, well. Exactly. With with exactly. you know and and and. Ox- <laughs> So this has that, and now Adam McKay, he told us, mm-hmm. he the word is he's working on the Silver Surfer, which would be oh pretty amazing. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's one of my, my favorites. Mm-hmm. But it's an embarrassment of riches if right. you are any level of fan of this stuff. Well, he wrote a show in Chicago when I moved to Chicago in 1996 called Pinata Full of Bees that was at uh, <laughs> Second City. That, was like, that sounds awesome. <laughs> it, it, that. I, and it was one of those sketch shows you watch and you're like, I never thought anything could be this funny on a no stage. No kidding. And I was like, back then I was just... Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy comedy, but see, I'm an actor. Like that was those, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. those dipstick days uh-huh. uh, before I got into stand-up, and that made me go, "Oh, this is this is what I want to do." And mm-hmm. so I got into improv, and from there I got into stand-up. But it was just one of those shows that every single scene, every sketch, and every performer I've never heard of was it. incredible. Wow! And if, if you know anyone from Chicago like, that saw that show, I was I remember there was a girl at the the Live from Here show who um, uh, Holly Laurent, who's very funny uh, imp- improviser, and she was like, she went, she was like, you saw Pinata? <laughs> like, she used a, a truncated version Pinata. of it. Like, I did, yeah. Matt, uh, did you see the documentary about the Dana Carvey show? Uh, that was no. Uh, I, I want to see it. So it's, it's if, great. If you liked the one that you were the, the pinata one, mm-hmm. you'll like this because it talks about uh, Colbert and yes. uh, Carell and all these guys that worked on the Dana Carvey show back yep. in the day and how funny it was, but just way ahead of its time. Yeah, that's how that was. That was that scene back then in, in Chicago where they were writing stuff that I'm like they were taking the people from those casts to be on SNL, but they weren't taking. The sketch, the, the level of sketches with them, because it wouldn't. I, they were worried it wouldn't translate. Right. It wouldn't be, you know. It's it's so funny uh, because they have all of these top level, uh, top level comedians, top level writers. Yeah, and and the point is made throughout the entire thing is that um, it 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 should have worked. It was a great. Yeah. It was just placed poorly in the schedule. Yep. It was rolled out poorly. They came on like gangbusters with a skit that was just going to totally. The audience is like, "What are we watching?" Yeah, and and but it's really it's this legendary status. People are thrilled to have been a part of it, but it's just a, a moment in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I wanted to mention this. Nick uh, dug up some old tweets of yours, and this one says, "Oh God, no, no. it's nothing bad." I'm it's, joking. I'm it has a connection <laughs> I'm to the not show. Really worried. It says some hilarious comics I enjoy, whom you should too. And one of them you listed is a former intern of ours, Jake Matera, that you had on there. Yeah, that's really great cool. guy. He opened yeah. for me last time I was here. Okay. Uh, yeah, super That was nice of dude. you to give him a plug like I that. I mean, even though he's got a serious attitude problem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, oh, yeah. just yeah. so full of himself. Yeah. We got over that, too. I, I mean, yeah. it's just <laughs> like, uh, like he walks on water, that guy. I You're embarrassed you. for him. Yeah. You're like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He's he was like just completely self-deprecating. He, he walks yeah. in the room and goes, yeah, it's me. 
<laughs> no one knows who you are yet. No, yeah. Not super funny, nicest guy. We've um, used him as uh, we do a thing called the uh, like the prize baby, and I bought one of those you know super large baby heads. Uh, <laughs> it looks and, realistic, and, by and, the way. and just his physicality sure. lends credibility to it that. Works. But he's yeah. great. He's very mm-hmm. funny. Yeah, nice. Uh, well, listen. Unfortunately, we got to wrap it up. We could spend another hour talking. Oh yet. man, I'd I love to get hang out all day. But this is dipstick thanks. advice. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you, if you ever you ever make it to the, the West Coast, and if we're ever because we want to do is uh, last thing I'll say is is get it on the road a little bit more. We yeah. did uh, South by Southwest, oh. uh, and no one knew what it was, but it sold out because of the name. You and, bring it here, and, and we, we had. So I would love to do it live, and we do it live. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to have you on. We'll have a couple different people come on. Yeah, because uh, we like we like to have people that are like from the soil, that are from the area, to kind of talk. Because we'll get. Oh, we'll we're do, filthy. We'll, do, yeah. well, we'll have. <laughs> We we hear you, the recorded messages together at the same time. I never hear them ahead oh, of time, so okay. it's fun for me and the guests. And at the end, people stand up and go, "I have one." I and love we, that, and then we all take it. So well, let's have you. Yeah, we'll help promote that. And Great, whatever you want to awesome. do. So it's awesome. cool. Well, listen, Matt's going to be at Helium tonight. There's a show at eight, and then uh, tomorrow and Saturday, seven thirty and ten p.m. each. And you can go to heliumcomedy.com. We'll post up your. Uh, your Twitter page and all that stuff oh, so, Thanks, so people can get that information. But great to see you, Matt. Thanks Good to see you, too. Thanks, awesome. guys. Matt Bronger, guys. Yeah. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. And I believe Gritty will be here in okay. our uh, studio. Yeah, believe yes. it or not. And, uh, and and Gary Lauer. And, and we're going to, I think I think he's here. Uh, try to ignore this guy that you see in the green room, by the way, Matt. Okay. We're going we're to take a break. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, it's interesting this morning. How did we get started on the, the uh, <clears throat> we were talking about the, the series of names uh, for the Wells Fargo Center. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, the, the Monopoly game. There was the Core States Center yes, at one point. Yes, Core States was Boardwalk. Right. Uh, on the Philadelphia Monopoly, and so we went through the uh, the lineage of uh, of where we are, and here we are, of course, with Wells Fargo Center, of which there have been, and we touched on yesterday, uh, the amazing upgrades that have been taking place over the last few months, like um, the uh, the scoreboard inside, yeah, is yeah, yeah. mind blowing. So we're going to get uh, more of the details straight from somebody who's been right in the middle of all this. He is the chief business officer for the Philadelphia Flyers and the Wells Fargo Center. This is Mike Shane. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. Awesome. Nice to see you, Mike. Thanks for being here. You guys have to be totally excited about everything. I can't wait for the season to get here. There's so much to be excited about. A lot of change on the hockey side. Chuck Fletcher going into his first year. New coaching staff happens to be the most experienced coaching staff in the league. Young guys ready to contribute. Free agents, trades. Um, Camp kicks off tomorrow. It's going to be a great year. And then... Top on on top of all of that, everything that we're doing around the arena, it's it's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, we were talking about yesterday about the or maybe the day before about about you know you, you had the the option to just totally uh, start from scratch and level the thing and rebuild it, but it, it is what you know it, it's now we're used to it, we like it, and it was structurally you know the, the the refurb is much more desirable, I think, because it's cool. You can go in and say, oh, look what they did over here, look what they did over here, and a lot has been done. Give us a basic idea of just how many pro- separate projects have been taking place inside there. Yeah, the building guys, they, they use the term good bones. I mean, yeah, the building yeah. has great bones and that um, it's got history. And like you said, people like going there. And um, But we wanted to take a fresh look at 
every single corner of the arena. And we really started in earnest last year with the mezzanine level, replaced all the seats, blew out all the concessions, opened up the concourses up there, made it's really it look cool. brand new. Yeah. And uh, and this year we we brought the focus down to to the main concourse. Um, all new seats in the entire lower bowl. Um, again, down the main concourse. Moved everything out, made the walkways wider, added a ton of new concessions areas, bigger bars, more areas to sit. And then I think that... <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, now, Lord. the one thing that hasn't changed is no Gritty. God. Thank Gr- goodness. Okay, so, gritty does not change. I, I didn't know it was time for Gritty to come I, I don't in, but think any of us knew that. Gritty, but, but, gritty marches to the beat of his own drum. Yeah, he, he does. does. He, he does. Do. And, and we're going we're gonna to have a chat with Gritty in, in a moment. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's, he's giving Kathy a, a longing look as he strokes his beard. And is doing the same thing well, to Steve now. Stroke my hand there. Uh, <laughs> You're going to do it anyway. Yeah. But, Steve, uh, I, w- I wanted to point out what uh, what Mike was telling me about the new scoreboard. He was telling me the, the sheer size of it. I think you said 6,600 square feet. It's actually 6,601 for what it's worth. But, yeah. So, to, wow. to give a perspective, you were saying? I, I was saying... That's reasonably two or three houses worth of scoreboard, right? I mean, wow. when you think about the square foot, the square footage is going to be up there. So, and not to mention at... that it moves all over the place too; it moves up and down and in and out. It's, yeah, it's a marvel. <laughs> the Sorry, I'm shaking. No, it's, 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 it's hand, and that's why you're hearing the squeaking in the background. Uh, Thank you. I, they, we were not, so you can only tell. Of course, we're seeing video. There was no way to really see the size of it, but that is that is enormous. So, but was it a fifty? Percent increase we heard in the size of the original. Yeah, fifty percent larger than it was last year. Um, but there, there's a lot of elements <laughs> to go to it. In, in addition to that, we've got these uh, call them crowns that go up and down and move during um, pyro and cryo. So the fire and the smoke that comes out oh. of it. Uh, a, lo- a lot of elements that, uh, that we haven't had before. I'm sorry to interrupt, Mike. Steve, Gritty smells nice. Did, did you notice gritty, that? Honestly, God bless you, Gritty. Gritty smells pleasant. <laughs> he does. Uh, uh, you know, there. Yeah, 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 I was yeah. shocked. Yeah, yeah, you smell wonderfully, Gritty. Yeah, there we go. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. All right, we better talk to him now. Okay, yeah. all right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's wonderful to have Mike here, but uh, but Gritty just, is... This has got to be one of Gritty's first radio interviews. It, really? Right? It's... All right. Well, Gritty he has came, headphones on. He came by here the day after he debuted, and I, we didn't interview him, but he did pop on the air with us, and uh, and I have to say we were immediately won over by him, like everyone was. You know, once you meet Gritty, then you get Gritty. Uh, but no, I'll, I'll stop on the compliments, I know. <laughs> He's getting um, embarrassed. But... But uh, but Gritty wanted to uh, wanted to say a couple of things, and fortunately, right. I took a a fairly quick course. Oh, on, you took a course on Gritty speak, right? And so I've I've learned the language. I might be a little bit choppy with my interpretation. You did Rosetta Stone. Right? I did the Rosetta right. Stone yeah, right. uh, to speak <laughs> uh, Gritty speak. So uh, Gritty, where are you going? We need you he over here to get the microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants it. He's doing a pro. Making out with Kathy. Now you you had a a few things to say, right, Gritty? Okay. All right. So go ahead and and you you make your statements and I w- I will translate. So okay. He's getting ready. All right. He says, "Oh, okay. I didn't know you added that." He says, "Alan, I did a thing." Alan. <laughs> Apparently, he refers to everyone as Alan. Oh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, next, you have to say. Oh. Yeah, and we were just talking about that. He says, I did an extreme home makeover for the fans. Yeah. Right, exactly. So, yeah, Mike was just telling us about that. Okay. Extreme might be an understatement in this case. Yeah. What else do you have? Oh, yeah, yeah, Okay, so so Flyers single-game tickets are on sale now. Yeah, and that's at uh, PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. Oh, you know, he's actually more eloquent than Gary Lauer. You know what? You're right. <laughs> uh, what else did you – there was something you wanted to say, I think, about the building itself. Hi. He's waving to me, sorry. 
Huh. Uh, really? Okay. All right. He says there are so many new spaces in the building. Uh, one more time. What was that? Oh, yeah. He said, I don't have anywhere to eat pizza under the seats anymore. Oh, oh that's yeah. a shame. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's... Uh, well, the, that's the, all those new concessions that we have, right? right? Like, we, yeah. we, we, we'll have something for you, Grady. Okay. Uh, I know you wanted to mention something about uh, Claude Giroux. What did you have to say? <laughs> yes, I know you love him. But, oh, okay, so he says he hasn't named me Godfather of the Baby yet. Oh, oh that's a misstep. Yeah, yeah. He's getting ready for the season. He's, he's got things on his mind. Yeah, yeah, He'll yeah. get there, I'm sure. All right, and what else did you have? <laughs> what did he say? He said, I can't wait to swing from the new scoreboard. And also that they're giving out sticky versions of me that you can put on your car this year. Ah. Will they be available all year? All season? There, there's a, a special giveaway that we're going to have for the first 10,000 fans for a game later on in the year. All right, okay. And we have a full promotional schedule, actually. It's something that we put a lot of time into and some really cool items. In addition to that, we're going to have a gritty Chia Pet. Wow. Uh, so that's some, some cool stuff. You can check that all out on the website. Uh, click on the promotional <laughs> schedule. But back to the swinging from the scoreboard. This yeah. is the most technologically advanced scoreboard in the world. I kind of prefer that he didn't swing from it. But there's that old saying, right? Like, you can't stop him. You can only hope to contain him. There's right. no containing Gritty either. So yeah. he's going to do what he wants to do. Do we have any ideas to when that might happen? Uh, like I said, I, I, there's plenty of places to swing from in the arena. We'll find somewhere else for him. Gritty smells good, Preston. You're right. Yeah. I have to say, man. I mean, we've had some rank mascots. mascots. Yes. Mm-hmm. But Grady's pleasant. Uh, so, so Mike, the uh, you had mentioned the uh, the Flyers home opener. There's a preseason game that's coming up next Monday. Is that uh, is that here at the Wells Fargo Center? That's right. We we actually have uh, three preseason games in quick succession next week. We play um, on the 16th, 19th, and 21st. Wow. And a lot of that is because we are we're kicking off our season um, in in Prague this year. Uh, it's part of the NHL Global Series, and just with how the travel schedule works out, we're front-loading our preseason games, uh, and then we'll be uh, heading across uh, the ocean for uh, another exhibition game in Switzerland, and then on to, to Prague for the game on the 4th, and then back home for the home opener on the 9th. I think I read something, Mike, that said uh, you guys are going to be in uh, or across something like 12 different time zones over the first, of the first two weeks of the season, because you start in Prague, then you're home on the 9th against the Devils, and then you go into the West Coast, right? Yeah, and it's interesting. I was I was talking with Chuck Fletcher yesterday, and and he was someone had brought that up to him, and and he mentioned that when he was on the West Coast with some of the teams that he's worked with out there, that that was like uh, just any other week that they're traveling back and forth all the time, and I think the East Coast teams uh, get a little bit spoiled with the the proximity of the teams, so it's it's not something that's on his radar at all, and um, you know we're we're really looking forward to to the Global Series. It's a great way to grow the game abroad, and nothing gets a team in in fighting shape like a. Con- in air travel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, there's going to be a gritty 5K, uh, and it's going to be on oh. the 13th, shortly after, not too long after the the home opener, uh, and it'll benefit the Flyers charities, help support a multitude of uh, of nonprofits throughout the greater Philadelphia region. Uh, so that is coming up. I'm not sure where you get the information on that, but I'm sure we can find that through the the Flyers. You can find that at Flyers uh, PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. Okay. Um, you know what I wanted to ask? So it's a two hundred and sixty-five million dollar renovation that's going on. Is this is it all done, or is there a few more uh, little things that need to be tied up? Because whenever there are renovations done, no matter how skilled uh, you are at doing that, there's always some things that that still have to be get uh, to. 
get done a little bit later on. There's there's undoubtedly going to be some work going on right up until okay. Monday afternoon yeah. uh, be, before we get ready to open the, the doors on Monday. But the, the place looks fantastic. And Gritty's um, a contractor, so you're all set. Yes, uh, Gritty, yeah. Gritty's putting in overtime, uh, literally sleeping <laughs> at the arena, but that's not n- new for him anyway. Uh, no, we're going to be working right up to it. And then um, next year uh, will be the, the final year of the transformation. Uh, that's where we can focus on the club <laughs> level. So there's always something going on. What's he doing? The uh, hoverboard. He, yeah. that's oh, now don't. Moving oh, my God. On. Don't <laughs> let him stand on that. Don't. <laughs> He's jumping over, over it. it. The death of Gritty. It's right to him, actually. Uh, and and also, you know, we saw that um, uh, there's some new... Uh, what, what's the uh, the higher ticket area where... Um, uh, that they <laughs> that you guys have created. So we we've created an area called the Center City Club, which That's is yep. which is the um, the first of its kind club <laughs> at, at the Wells Fargo Center, and really in the in the city. It's it's the first ever all inclusive ticket. Yes. And so we've taken the best seats in the arena, the first ten rows, right at center ice, and then right along the ice row, and uh, included access to this completely renovated, state of the art club. Um, it's it's the blend of. Luxury uh, inside the club, and then excitement right out uh, on on the ice. Sorry, I'm getting a massage from yeah. uh, from Giddy. Giddy's Giddy right good now. at that. Yeah, so, I need to apologize. So for that. that's uh, <laughs> he's doing the uh, he's giving me rapid a fire karate chop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? So uh, what area were those seats being? I'm sorry. So so they are in the first ten rows, right at center ice, and then the first row right along the glass, and then the really? the, the club is down below. Um, two fifty foot bars, big open show kitchen, and it's all inclusive. So you go before the game, you have dinner in the club. You come down the first intermission, you can grab a beer or wine, some snacks, and then you come down in the second intermission, you grab maybe another beer or wine, some dessert. Okay, and it's going to be fantastic. We heard the ticket price, and I was like, "That's." I mean, let's not kid ourselves; it's a little expensive. But if you're getting that kind of if, number one, that those seats in the house and that kind of un, all, all uh, inclusive treatment, I, I get it. It's worth splurging. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I got a little distracted there because B, uh, Gritty was eyeing up the BB gun in the corner of the oh, studio. No, 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 yeah, yeah, he cold. wanted to play with yeah, it, but yeah, I, yeah, I said yeah. he can't. He's not allowed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he might shoot your squeaker off. <laughs> uh, well, cool. Anything else we're missing that you want to mention, Mike, before you get back to business? Yeah, actually, we made an announcement yesterday. Um, another area that was a major focus for us this year was our what used to be our balcony level upstairs. Yes. And we've completely reimagined all of it. It's actually where we've had the most fun, I think, as a staff this year and put a ton of creativity into it. It is a uh, spirit of 1776-themed club. It's, it's and it's called the assembly room. Um, we're going we're gonna to have a, a big unveil next week. Um, but some of the highlights that we really thought about all the details um, from the food and the drink to the artwork. Um, but most importantly, I think, is it's going to be the most affordable ticket that we've offered at the Wells Fargo Center in a long time. Uh, tickets starting at $25. That's awesome. No That's really good. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be a standing room ticket. It's, it's going to be a communal feel, and there's going to be a lot to do and a lot to see. But great sight lines from up there. So it's, it's a brand new bucks. product. 25 That's awesome. Bucks. Yeah. That's fantastic. Excellent. Well, listen, an exciting uh, whole slew of things to announce for this season. I'm, I'm stoked for hockey. He's squeaking yeah. his brains out. I He's am, so happy. I am ready for hockey to get back to it. And, uh, and Gritty, we love you. Thanks yeah. for being here, man. Awesome to see you. <laughs> Wonderful to have a conversation. And uh, we'll see you on the ice. All right, man? Thank you. Love you, too. All right. Let's hear for Mike, Shane, and Gritty. Your Philadelphia Flyers. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second, and we have a contest that we're going to get into. Oh, wait a minute! Wait, 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 wait a Whoa, second! Who the, what the? I've got Flyers home opener tickets to give away. Gritty, come here. Give me. Give me. I'm going to take. Um, what number caller should I take? You tell me. Use your use your your squeaker. All right. No, I can't take double zero. That's your. <laughs> That's your number, and we have to take a number. It's a non-existent Give me number. A number of squeaks, and that's the number the caller will take. Come on now. 
21. Caller 21 at 215-263-WMMR, Wednesday, October 9th, against the Devils at the Wells Fargo Center. And we will get you on board. Visit PhiladelphiaFlyers.com to get your seats today. Thank you, Greg. What's new? Glad you asked. Dirty honey. You know the time is gone. So don't let me win. Shine down. My monsters are real. Ghost. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. It looks like half of our uh, show left. Yeah, where are oh. they? Uh, for some reason. It's, it's, it's the Preston Stephen Lauer show. I, I well, here, <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Hang on a second. I have one question. I was hoping everybody would be in here to answer this, but oh. who here right now would like an ice cold beer? Me. <laughs> Please. Me. Breakfast of Champions. Gary Lauer is here. Yeah. 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 The mayor. And when we were Let's off air, yeah. Gary goes, uh, can I get an ice cold beer, please? Yeah. Please. Just Power. one. Lauer. Casey asked if he wanted water or coffee. He said, no, an ice cold beer. Yeah. yeah we don't have those. No, we don't have well, those. Well, how about the air to go? Air to go. No, we don't no. have beer at all. And then he wanted really? a Bloody Mary. Yeah. Well, he did recommend that to me because I said yeah. this morning that I wouldn't mind having a cocktail. Oh, I wasn't was mine, but I wasn't serious about it. Uh, hi, Gary Lauer. What's up, Fresbo? How you doing, man? Absolutely peachy, young man. Just One- peachy. Wonderful. So uh, Gary popped in for a visit, and he just wanted to come and hang out. We're like, well, we should, you know, do something while we're He asked. Gary here. Yeah. I love my family, man. Yeah. And I miss you guys terribly. I truly, truly miss my family. I genuine, I genuinely, when I tell you that, I genuinely miss my family. You guys huh. Are my family, ah. and I love you. Well, well thank, thank you. you, and we love you too. Uh, so we will get to the bizarre file, maybe in this break. <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to take. And this so, is the bizarre file. Uh, so just read the sponsor. We figured, Gary, that we would do a contest with you while yeah. you're here. We have a variety of prizes to give away, so we're going to try this out. We've never done this before. Case, I need some, you know, some contests. Uh, okay, I'll something you. good, something, something uh, to to kick off the. Uh, that was Steve, by the way. You're getting good at that, Steve. Thank to, you. To kick off the the contest with, uh, because we are going to play a game called "What Would Gary Do," and uh, it's pretty simple. We will give uh, Gary a, in fact, we already did. We gave him a list of scenarios, basically moral dilemmas. And we get, we have multiple choice, and Gary picked an answer. And if you can pick the answer that Gary picked, then you win a prize. It's, it's a way simple. to win, right? Yeah. So let's get some callers on the line, 215-263-WMMR, while we're waiting for the uh, calls to come in. We'll just see how Gary's been doing lately. So we found out that you, you had three testicles. That is correct. I'm oh, I'm back I to two now. Testicles. So you're back to two now. Yeah, I'm a healthy. I'm a healthy individual. All right, good. So they removed one of your your superfluous testicles. Great band name, by the superfluous way. Superfluous testicles, ladies and gentlemen. That's yeah. a great. So, name. so was it? Uh, was it? A, was it a, it was a tumor a, it of was, benign growth? It was. It was a bacterial infection, and 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 then like in the summertime. Yeah, when the living's easy. Correct. Yeah. Under your scrotum, and you, you sweat. Yeah. We're men. We know. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, sometimes you grow stuff another, happens. You grow By the way, and, and, and are you getting turned on, ladies? I take a antibiotics. I was 
Look, I was on the IR for 14 days. Of course you were. That stuff, like when the sweat mixes up with the poop, it gets... <laughs> Come on. No, right. right. No, listen, we're being nice here. We anyway, just, we, we're, was, we're worried about you. I was you. worried, man. Yeah. Of course. And it was, and make a long story short, it was like a big pus, a, oh. a big pus ball. Man, and I'm I had to take the, Until it got ahead and I had to squeeze it like a zit, dude. Kathy. And it was disgusting. Are you, what are you doing over there? Because you're not even reacting to any of this. I'm listening to you become numb. Look, to, I went to, to the doctor. She's looking for flights me, on got, her phone. They told me exactly what I, I had to do. Here. I had to put hot compresses on, sit in that hot tub. With, look, it was. Look, I was on the IR, dude. It was but very. You didn't need surgery or anything. No, I, I no. Thank God I didn't. I, I dude, you had a boil by, on your nutsack. That's mm. what it is. And I and this, they gave me the strongest meds possible. I took. They probably three took times some as well. Day, four times a day. Yeah. Yeah. No alcohol for 14 days. Dude, I nailed it, man. Water, 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 water. Did you? Did you? Yep. Yeah. My girlfriend, she'll tell you, man, my girl, look, my girlfriend just got out of the hospital, and then I went in. To, look, she's, she's, today's her day. Okay, she's, she's out she's today? Pre- she's prepping today for a colonoscopy. Uh, a colonoscopy? Oh, wow. She goes Friday. Okay. She's got a hard day ahead of her today and tomorrow, young man. It's, it's, it's a routine. So she's just going for a checkup, right? Yeah, the procedure's not it's, hard. Yeah, it should it's be fine. The, the, the prepping. The prep is yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. A piece of water, ice, uh, ice cube, nothing. And what right. a good boyfriend. You left her. I'm here. No, she went. She's home. Hey, he came to see his family. Yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. Kathy, yeah. Kathy, Kathy doesn't have that sense and of family she, that you do. She, when she gets back. I'm going to be taking care of her. All okay. right, that's good. You be a good boyfriend, all right? I'm an excellent. Boyfriend. Absolutely. All right. Well, we have some prizes. Tell them more stories I'm a keeper, about your, your, your pussy I'm a, I'm sack. I'm a keeper. We have yeah. some prizes to give away, Casey. What are we going to give away with this contest? All right, so these prizes are for our listeners only, Gary. <laughs> None of these are for you. We only have five <laughs> questions, by the way. Uh-huh. And by the way, Gary, when we ask the questions, don't betray your answer at all until you know. We're, yeah, we record. Yeah, all right. Got gotcha. okay. you, right. So we have a uh, pairs of tickets to Party in the Pit with Pierre uh, for Stone Temple Pilots and Rival Sons. Yeah. We also have a couple of passes to give away for the Bitch Box Party. Whoa! We have uh, Cases of Yards Loyal Lager. And we also have uh, the Shoprunner Eagles Carson Wentz prize pack. It's really, really great prize pack full of a whole bunch of stuff. Okay. So here's the deal. We did indeed already pose these questions to Gary. We pre-recorded his answers so that your answer may not influence him. Because if you were to give an answer and he might think, well, I'm just going to answer what they said because I want him to win a prize. Right, right, right. Or the other way around. He doesn't want you to win a prize. We want to get his reactions ahead of time. So that's what we've done. And we have them in the can. And I'll play them back like this clip. This is not an answer. Uh, but I, I don't know why we have this. But here you go. This is Gary recorded. <laughs> Splooging. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why we have that, but we do. It's him saying splooging. Okay, so <laughs> let's get a caller on the line, and I will pose the question that we posed to Gary nary moments ago, and we're going to start with Chris. Hey, Chris, how you doing? What's up, bitch? Yo, bitch. <laughs> Yo, bitch. Hey, bitch. All right, Chris, here's what I asked Gary, um, Here, and here was the scenario that we presented him with, okay? An hour before a best friend's wedding, you discovered definitive proof that the bride-to-be is having an affair with the best man. Does Gary, A, tell the best friend because a ruined day is better than a ruined life? B, say nothing because his job is just to be supportive of his friend's happiness? Or C, Jimmy opened the poor box to grab some money to buy some reception meth? <laughs> uh, <laughs> a, B, or C, what do you think? Gary's telling him. What's that? Gary's going to tell him. 
tell his friends. Gary's going to tell his Gary's best friend tell him. because a ruined day is better than a ruined life. And Gary kept his answers pretty short. No, that's good. So let's go to this, but we, he can expand on this if we like. So let's play back. What did Gary say? Breaking the poor buckets. No way. I ain't saying say. Tell your best friend because a ruined day is better than a ruined life, people. What do you think about that? What do you think about that? That is correct. You're a good friend there, Gary. It is a tough dilemma. Chris, what uh, case? What are we going to give Chris? All right, Chris, we have an Eagles prize pack from ShopRunner, including a Carson Wentz Eagles jersey, an Eagles hoodie, a 22-ounce Eagles stainless steel tumbler, and an Eagles trucker hat, plus a year-long membership to ShopRunner. ShopRunner, wow. an e-commerce network that offers its members free two-day shipping and returns across 100-plus retailers. MMR listeners can sign up for a free one-year membership right now at ShopRunner.com slash WMMR. I'm going to have Gary hang on. So you think... Honesty is the best policy. In Absolutely. That okay. Would you always try to tell the truth uh, if somebody, if you're faced with a dilemma like that? Absolutely. Okay. All right. We had a few listeners ask if uh, they could see Gary because they'd never seen him before. So we've turned the webcam on. If you'd like to watch oh. some of this segment, uh, you can do so on uh, WMMR.com. Okay. Oh, this is magical. Wow. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> wow. It's like when you first saw our avatar. Really? Yeah. Remember <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, I listened to you guys. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Hang oh, on no doubt. Really. <laughs> For sure. Uh, uh, next one. Really? Yeah. Okay. Fair, fair enough. Okay. He's cool. talking about uh, whatever we have. We got it somewhere. I got so many. I don't know. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. All right. So let's go next to Brian. Hey, Brian. How you doing? Hey, good morning, President. Gary's <laughs> <laughs> on the phone, too. Not bad. My cousin. It's Larry. All right, so, Brian, we're playing What Would Gary Do? Let me give you the scenario. Here we go. Uh, you are a an eyewitness to a bank robbery and recognize the thief. But later, Gary learns that the money stolen was donated to an orphanage so that they can now clothe, feed, and provide shelter to needy children. Does Gary, A, turn the robber in because right is right? B, say nothing because the money stolen was a was for a good cause? Or C, use the bank's free pens and deposit slips to draw penises. <laughs> what do you think, Brian? Uh, knowing Gary, that's got to be A. He's still going to do what's right. All right, so turn the robber in because right is right. All right. right is right. All right, well, let's go to the recorded answer and see what Gary has to say. Here it is. Turn in the robber because right is right, people. You got to be it. You got to do it right. All right. Oh. Congratulations. What a man of honor, Gary. I'm actually a little surprised. I thought he would go with B, say nothing because the money stolen was for a good cause. But uh, Gary, sure enough. All right. and that You means- know what that extra testicle is filled with? Truth. That means that Brian is a winner <laughs> oh in case. God. What are we giving Brian? <laughs> Brian, we have an Eagles prize pack from ShopRunner, including a jersey, a hoodie, a stainless steel tumbler, a trucker hat, plus a two-year-long membership. Uh, I'm sorry, a year-long membership to ShopRunner. And uh, ShopRunner is an e-commerce network that offers its members a free two-day shipping and returns across 100-plus retailers. MMR listeners can sign up for free one-year membership at ShopRunner.com slash WMMR. I had three testicles. Gary has just put on very large mirrored shades. Hey, think- Gary, what are with the uh, with the uh, the forearm bands? Sweatbands. Oh, sweatbands. Your forearms sweat a lot. No, my forehead sweats a lot. Oh, okay. So, would you wear it on your forehead then? Why don't you wrap it around your ball sack so you don't get a boil <laughs> you on guys, your nuts? Just again. stop playing. We're buddy. trying to help you. <laughs> you hey, just- Nick. I'm sorry to point this out, but the you put on the webcam, but it's pointed at me the entire time. Okay, there we go. Yeah, we're That's switching fine. back and forth. Okay, there we go. Yeah. All right, got it. 
Uh, so Gary, and he's taking the shades off. There we go. Every time I turn my head, he's done something different. I know. Like I look uh, when I turn and look at him, something different. Preston, <laughs> like like Preston, when you when you have this, but the authorities looking for you, you learn how to change things. By the way, he just flashes jam at me. Too. There we go. Oh, right. yeah. Doesn't it look good when he Jerry, smiles? By the way, yeah. Gary has a nice bit of, you have a nice base color, a nice bit of tan. Oh, thank you, yeah. Yeah, I, I was been told I'm a very handsome young man. <laughs> there have you go. Been, you've been spending a lot of time outdoors? Uh, um, look, anytime I'm outside of my house is a good day. Oh, okay. yeah, exactly. And that's every day. really not the question. Every day. <laughs> exactly. But uh, it is an answer to some question. <laughs> it is, yes, from 20 minutes I'm outside ago. all the time. Okay, yeah. There we go. Okay. Helping people. Outside. <laughs> let me let me go to I'm gonna go to Jim next. Hi Jim, are you there? Yes, I am. All right, G- Jim, we are gonna we're gonna play what would Gary do? You know how this works? Yes, I do. All right, let's begin with this. Uh Gary's involved in a two car crash on his way to work in which uh, he accidentally hit and kills a pedestrian. Mm. As he gets out of the car. A confused, tearful woman runs over to him, believing that she actually hit and killed the pedestrian. Will Gary, A, confess the responsibility because he could not live with himself for possibly sending an innocent woman to jail? B, let the woman take the blame because the thought of him being locked away from friends and family is too much to bear? Or C, confess to stealing the car and pretend that he has a job. <laughs> Pretending that he had a job. Uh, I'm going to have to say one, uh, Preston. Oh, the first one. Confess the responsibility because he could not live with himself. Oh, he's an honest guy. He's okay. an honest guy. It, We're it definitely seems, learning that yeah, about Yeah, it does seem that way. All right, Jim, we pre-recorded his answer. Let's see what Gary would do. Here we go. A, confess your responsibilities because wow. you could not live with yourself for possibly sending an innocent woman to jail. You got what? it, Jim. For Jim Casey, we have a pair of tickets to Party in the Pit with Pierre for Stone Temple Pilots and Rival Sons concert. This is next Thursday, September 19th at the Met. Plus, meet and greet passes for STP. Tickets are on sale now, including a $19.33 Party in the Pit ticket special offer. While supplies left, complete last. I'm sorry, complete info at WMMR.com. All righty, we'll go next to Denise. Hi, Denise. Howdy. Hey, Denise, so we're playing What Would Gary Do? You ready? Yep. All right, so we presented Gary with this particular scenario. These moral dilemma questions are really revealing a lot about Gary. You're vacationing on a remote stretch of beach with your 8-year-old niece and her friend, despite your warning. They sneak away while you're distracted and go swimming, getting caught in a rip current. Do you, A, save your niece first because she's family and hope that you can return in time to rescue the friend? B, save the girl in most distress, hoping the other can hang on until you return. Or C, keep squeezing the copper tone bottle in front of your junk because it looks like you're splooging. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think, Denise? (laughs) She lost it. (laughs) Sometimes today, young man. It's a woman. It's a woman. He called me a man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with B. Go with B. All right. Save the girl in most distress, hoping the other can hang out until you return. All right. Let's see what Gary said. We recorded his answers earlier. Here we go. A, save your niece first because she's family, and you hope she can return in time to rescue the friend. Oh, oh. Sorry, Denise. That was a tough call. 
Both honorable decisions. Sorry, Denise. Casey, back that one up because I want to hear, even when he's not referring to us, he says family in that inflection. Hey, save your niece first because she's family. 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 Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely correct. Uh All right, we have one more scenario to go through, and I am going to go to Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? All right, guys, how you making out? Doing well. All right, so we are going to ask you the question we asked Gary, and you tell us what Gary would do. Here we go. You are a doctor at a hospital where you have six gravely ill patients. Five of those patients need organ transplants, and none are available while the sixth patient will die without a critical medication. Do you, A, keep the sixth patient comfortable but forego treating him in order to save the other five? B, save the sixth patient and let the other five die while unfortunate it's not your call to make? Or C... Put bedpans on your hands and feet and pretend you're a robot. <laughs> <laughs> I get the hardest question, I guess. It's tough. I want to. I I want to say A. All right, I keep think the, the passion will take over. Yeah, keep the sixth patient comfortable, but forego treating him in order to save the other five. Let's see what Gary said. Here we go. Uh, we're going to have to go with A, people. Yep, keep the sixth patient comfortable. Hey now. But forgo treating him in order to save the other five. Yes, wow. sir. How do you like me now, Catherine Sweet, Kathy Sweet Tea Romano? <laughs> <laughs> I always like you, Gary. <laughs> Mike, you're a winner. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Case, tell Congratulations, him Mike. Tell him what he gets, please. All right, you have an Eagles prize pack from Shop Runner, including a Carson Wentz Eagles jersey, an Eagles hoodie, 22 ounce Eagles stainless steel tumbler, and an Eagles trucker hat plus. A year-long membership to ShopRunner, ShopRunner, an e-commerce network that offers its members a free two-day shipping and returns across 100 retailers. MMR listeners can sign up for a free one-year membership at ShopRunner.com slash WMMR. Don't forget, Gary's on our webcam at this moment. We're going to be wrapping this up shortly, but were you backing this up, Casey? Yeah, yeah, just for the the Kathy Romano. Yeah, I want to hear that again, too. In order to save the other five. Yes, sir. How do you like me now, Kathy Sweet Sweet Tea Romano? (laughs) Kathy. I like Kathy. Wow, so Gary making some tough choices. Mm -hmm. I want to know during the recording process, did you immediately know your answer, Gary? Did you have to room on it. Uh, come on. Uh, what does ruminate It's the mean? right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. Yeah. Well, uh, I believe all the answers were A, correct? Well, no, you. it's actually you really your call, what you would feel was the best. It's, it's more like a psychological profile. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, there's no correct answer. Yeah, there's yeah. No, you just got to do the right thing, you know what I mean? You okay. got to do the right thing. I gave, I gave a third option because I thought you might want something like, you know, the squeezing the copper tone in front of your junk oh, to make well, it look like you're <laughs> Speaking of doing the right thing, please don't talk to any of our female interns as you leave the uh, uh, area oh, here. You already said the right thing. And you already said inappropriate things to them. So oh, yeah, so uh, I wasn't going to say anything on the air. Don't, but, uh, don't, 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 don't what? Don't dead. Okay. Don't dead. Okay. All right. Hey, All right. Uh, how's your job situation? Um, great question. Thank you for answering this, <laughs> Mac. Uh, Monday, I was at Parks Casino, Ooh. and I'll see you guys there in December again for our Christmas show. It's tradition. Our show. Our. Oh, it's our <laughs> featuring show. Gary. Yeah. So were you there Were you there I, for an interview? I had actually, I had open house from 4 to 7. What, do you the live there? One, I was the first one for my interview. Okay. Really? The first one there for my interview. What? And I was at the Sugar House Casino also. And how's it How's it looking? Any, so any? Each, each casino is a two-week fight. They have to, like... You have to die. Train? Yeah. No, no, they have to read your profile and all yeah. that. Right. And you have to go through the system. And they go back for another interview. That's when I have to apply for my gaming license. 
Oh. Are you going to be a? Are you going to be a dealer? No, any employee of a casino, you have to have a gaming license. I didn't know that. Yeah. Not me neither. It's, it's, a, it's a process, guys. All right. So how are you getting to these jobs? Just hop on a salt train. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would like to see you as a pit boss. Oh my god! I like people. I'm a person. I'm a. I'm a people person. A person, so, yeah. And I like uh, maintenance. Is, I, I I excel at maintenance and be, be doing my job. Okay, I know right. what to do. Just do my job. And- what is your favorite job of all that that you've done? Helping people at the Junietta Park Older Adult Center. Really? That's look at how noble you are today. You're in my house now, Grandma. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I do it all, man. Yeah. I'm the I'm the complete package. You are the complete package. I do it all with some parts Coast missing. Clean, back dust, do yeah. it all, man. Okay, so we don't need help to find you a job. You're good in that I, regard. Oh, I can, I'm looking. Matter of fact, I do need a temporary job until I get hired, Preston. <laughs> I don't think we should help them with jobs anymore. I mean, listen, I love I you, Gary, pre- oh. but you 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 leave all the jobs we get you. Have you ever thought of doing stuff with Uber or uh, Lyft, but just pick them up in a limo you hired? <laughs> or <laughs> well, maybe work on the Soul Train. I just prefer working around people. Yeah. I'm a, Have you asked the people assets. what they prefer? <laughs> I'm a people person. Have you asked the people what they prefer? Uh... Not lately. I don't care about him. <laughs> Not lately. <laughs> all right. It's all good. You're so funny, man. Do we have time great. for the Bizarre uh, File? Look, no, just, no. You know what? I'll move the Bizarre so. File back uh, a little it's bit. It's great. I'm, I'm glad that you guys let me come in there today because well, I truly missed you. And yes. I really, really, truly, genuinely miss my family. No, we were concerned about you. We do you, like you, so. Gary. We have fun with you, but we do like you. I know that. Yeah. I know that. Right. It's, all, it's all shtick. It's all shtick, as they say in the old vaudeville days. That's right. right. That's why I always I tell, that, I tell it to all my friends because they diehard Preston Steve fans and diehard MMR fans. I'm right. like, get, I said, yo, they, they let me yell on because I, I deliver. <laughs> yeah, I deliver. You do. What did you, you think of the A to Z on MMR? Didn't, you love that, right? Oh, it was awesome. You, do, it was awesome. Do you still have your boom box that we gave you a while still ago? Still got it. Love it. Still, still working control. well? I love it. Oh, I play awesome. it every day. Awesome. I just see you catch every day. All right. All right, My cat. family. All right. Well, listen. Uh, we do have to take a break because we got to we got to come back and then we're gonna have to do the bizarre file and trash music. We got everything. Stuff, so we're gonna get it was in fun. There. But it's Gary Lauer, the yeah. uh, Lauer Power Hour. So there you go, buddy. Right. All right. We'll, Power Hour. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Make sure you stay with us. The mayor. Yeah. Exactly. Mayor. Stay with us. Like what you hear, you can see it too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity on Demand. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Thursday, and it's been an interesting day to say the least. (laughs) It's been really bizarre in a way I'd call it trippy. Gritty and Gary Lauer. And then we just had, he just stepped out of the studio because he's got his new yeah. baby daughter. She's only seven months old, but our old intern Joe is here this morning. Joe, long time uh, member of the fam- family. Family. Here on the press. The videos the his yeah. daughter is going to find when she gets older. Oh, I mean, maybe. <laughs> of her dad. Oh, I don't even God. know. If, yeah, well, yeah, we do have some of that on video. Oh, my God. She's what? such a cute baby, too. What a sweetie. Uh, There's Gritty. Gary Lauer, we can call him Spitty. Uh huh. And, Jesus. uh, and then uh, Joe, and then we, it's, been, it's been a cool day. The other day, and I feel, I still I feel bad about this, but it was a sign of the times. But I, we have a <laughs> bottle of hot sauce with Joe on it. <laughs> <laughs> Joe 
is wearing clown makeup and the word dick written on his forehead. Did, did I do his makeup? That was for that. Yeah, I think that I was did. punishment for a uh, a situation in which um, you he ruined. Uh, hey, or, Joe, come in here. Yeah. Come on, and you can bring the baby in. <laughs> Leave too. your let's, baby with Gary. Let's. Oh my god! <laughs> no. Let's put him on the mic here because it's been years since we've had Joe on the air. But in intern Joe, Joe uh, Yoakum is here this morning. And I actually, last time I saw Joe, uh, I was in Hawaii. And while we were gone, he was on freaking Good Morning America. Yes, he was. Yeah. Hey, Joe. Was good morning. How nice, are you? Nice to see you, man. And nice to see you guys. Just to let you guys know, he's got his, his baby daughter. It's Gwen, right? Uh-huh. Quinn. Quinn. Oh, Quinn. I'm sorry. Quinn. She's and beautiful. She's, she's grabbing onto the microphone. Uh-huh. What a little adorable baby. Uh, but yeah, dude. So you were um, you were on there because now you work in Narberth, right? Yeah, uh, Narberth Ambulance. We cover all Lower Marion, Conshohocken, and Hereford Township. Okay, and so they had you on Good Morning America to do a, um, a yeah, report so on cars. What was up? it like four or five years ago? Uh, Geo came down and did the same thing with another paramedic of ours, mm-hmm. and uh, they wanted to redo it with the heat wave we we're in. Okay, and um, our executive director Al Davy called me. He's like. I'm putting you on camera because you have the experience with the radio station. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're talking about putting me on TV. I was on radio. Two yeah. different things. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, I don't care. You're doing it. Uh-huh. So there I got tapped go. for it. And so they were they were uh, measuring the temperature in the car and how quickly it heats oh, up. God, and was Joe was there. Now. Joe was uh, to checking on the... And the, so the patient, hot. yeah. And the worst part was, I went out the night before and had a few drinks yeah. beforehand. <laughs> I was hungover as anything going uh, in that car. Well, you couldn't tell. You're very professional. It's a yeah. good message to get out because people will leave a, you know, obviously, we know, yeah. leave babies in a car and go in and, or whatever. Uh, animals. First two weeks I was home with her, I'm like, all right, I'll, she's down for a nap. I'll run to Acme, go grab yeah. stuff for dinner. I'm like, walking out, go, hold on. Wife's at work. I can't <laughs> leave her <laughs> home. <laughs> like, complete life changer. Yeah, right, yeah. No, yeah. it's different. Yeah, totally. Well, congratulations, thank man. You, she's thank adorable. You. That's great. Uh, I'll let you. We'll let you go because she's grabbing everything in the oh, world yeah, she's right gonna now. Take, she's <laughs> going to break something. <laughs> Holding on to the headphones, and everything. But uh, but Joe's awesome. He's he's an old school member of the the President's yes. Team show. So it's great to see him. And if actually, you go way back. You definitely remember Joe. Joe's a Ridley guy, and I'm going to mm. actually be in uh, Joe's old stomping grounds this afternoon. I wanted to mention that I have a an event that I'll be at the. Uh, I'm sorry, the <laughs> Boeing Helicopter Federal Credit Union. Oh, yeah. I'll be there from noon to two. I think MMR is going to be there from like 11 to three. Oh, awesome. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm going to try and get out of there as quickly or get out of here as quickly as I possibly can. Okay. And head over to Be- Boeing Helicopter Credit Union. Nice. Nick, you were you indicated you wanted to say something. Are we past that moment? No, no, no. What did you want to mention? Just, there was a, a caption on Twitter that made me laugh out loud. It's the WMMR Twitter account, and it just says, what the hell is going on in the green room right now? <laughs> and it's gritty in the chair and Gary Lauer on the couch and it's just like <laughs> this job is so much fun because it's so different every day we do yeah. the, the, we do similar things every day but who would have thought that you would have had Gritty and Gary in the same proximity? Yeah. And the, the, Gritty and Spitty. Yeah, and, and the, just the caption made me laugh out loud. So if you want to check out that photo, it's on MMR's Twitter account. All right, excellent. Uh, we didn't do the Bizarre File. Well, we kind of did. We had Gary mm-hmm. Lauer in here. But we're, we're going to do officially the B-File now. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. And this morning, it is brought to you by Dietz & Watson, the official deli meat, cheese, franks, and sausages of the Eagles. Start your pregame with their fan favorite, 100% all-beef franks. Uh, let's start with this. Last week, a man vacationing in the picturesque Parentian Islands was arrested by the Terengganu Religious Affairs Department. 
after a raid on his beach. Now, this will all make sense. All right, no problem. After a raid on his beachside chalet revealed that he was sharing a bed with two other women. So this is in, I think this is in Malaysia. All right. So uh, yeah, it's in Malaysia. They, yeah, exactly. they frown on threesomes. Uh, yes. Yeah. So when questioned, the 20-year-old man told them that he had moved into the chalet next door where his two female companions were sleeping because he was afraid of the large lizards that were ple- present. And hoped the women could protect him? I guess so. The trio were busted at 3.30 a.m. Friday morning after authorities went to investigate the circumstances that they were vacationing under. The three had checked into two chalets at the resort, but at some point in the evening, the man had moved into the room with the two other women. Oh, dear lizards. One of whom is married and know the guy who is uh, not the guy who is afraid of lizards. Officials were deployed to the resort where another couple was arrested when a 40-year-old man was discovered to be sleeping in a room with his 20-year-old girlfriend. When questioned by officials, the man claimed that he fell asleep in his paramour's room after going to pick something up. Sharia law bans unmarried men and unmarried women from sharing any secluded place, house, or room under circumstances that may give rise to the suspicion that they are engaged in an immoral act. Mm. Uh, Each state has their own religious affairs department dedicated to enforcing the state's law. So I don't know if the lizard defense is going to work for this guy or not. You're going to need a savvy lawyer to pull that one off. Yeah, and in fact, uh, Terengganu is one of the more conservative states in Malaysia and made headlines last year after two women were caned publicly for attempting lesbian sex. Authorities also uh, canceled a music festival, having earlier told event organizers they had to separate groups of unmarried men and women and halt excessive mixing of the sexes. Hmm. A South Florida woman who claimed to be a psychic fortune teller has been sentenced to three years and four months in prison for taking $1.6 million from a Texas woman to remove a curse from her family. Couldn't you see that she would be caught? Yeah, uh, court records show that uh, 28-year-old Sherry Tina Yuanowicz uh, was uh, sentenced last week in Miami. She previously pleaded guilty to wire fraud. Wow. She must also pay restitution. I always find interesting, not that these people are scamming others, but that some people will fall for one, $1.6 million one worth of scams. $1.6 million. Because that's usually over years yes. that they'll get that money out of them. And after the first year... Aren't you... If you're not seeing discernible results, but it, for the... You know, listen, it, they, they prey on the weak-minded. Yeah, so she started in 2007 with this victim, and, and the scheme ended in 2014. But there's some Seven things years. you can bank on, like yeah. Miracle Water. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Because you know the Bible Tangible says... Tangible results. You see the video. Miracle Spring Water. Yeah. All right. A 10-year-old girl recorded video of her mother driving while intoxicated Saturday before calling the police. Stephanie Davis was arrested on suspicion of aggravated DUI. The 10-year-old had showed police the video in which three children under the age of 15 yell at Davis to stop before she gets into an accident. Officers said Davis was staggering around outside the car when they arrived. They said she admitted drinking wine Saturday, would not say anything else, though. God. And police at the scene said there was an extreme odor of alcohol coming from Davis, and she had bloodshot and water eyes, a red flushed face, slur, uh, slurred speech. <laughs> yeah, I know. And uh, mood swings. But the 10-year-old took it upon themselves to film that. That's an incredibly mature thing. Turn them into police. For, for, a poor, for a 10-year-old girl to have to do. All right, we need a lighter story. Those were all kind of heavy. Uh, there was a pretty good All right, we'll end with this one, Steve. You'll like this because we had this planned years ago. Ikea 
There was a 3,000-person hide-and-seek game that was going to be taking place. <sighs> Unfortunately, one Facebook group, uh, their planned trip to an Ikea in Glasgow, Scotland, was canceled after word got out about their Saturday event. Five police officers were called to the Brayhead branch and remained at the store until that evening. Uh, people are stopping everyone who looks like they are here for a game of hide-and-seek, one person wrote on Facebook after stopping by the store. The IKEA itself also had its own security personnel, and no incidents were reported. Surprisingly, IKEA hide-and-seek games are actually more common than you might think, at least in Europe. Uh, the trend began in Belgium in 2014 mm-hmm. and quickly gained popularity throughout the continent with IKEA management initially allowing the events. When did we have the idea? It was before that. Yeah, it was like 2005 or something like that. Bitch bastards. But only a year (laughs) later, the Swedish furniture giant was forced to ban the events after they began to get out of hand. (sighs) And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. We're going to do today's lesson question, and we're going to give away a pair of tickets as MMR presents Collective Soul Thursday, October 3rd at the Excite Center at Parks Casino. And uh, the question that I have for you this morning, uh, which city is the Texas chimp hoping to take an Uber to? (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. That was in the last bizarre file. Which city is the Texas chimp hoping to take an Uber to? 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. We're going to do the trash while you're calling. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it's brought to you by Gwen and Mercy University, where you can make a difference and a living. Check out their evening open house on Tuesday, September 17th to learn more about their excellent academics, generous scholarships, and deep commitment to service. Sign up today at gmercyu.edu. That's gmercyu.edu. What's going on, Steve? Well, Kim Kardashian's Skims Solution Wear made millions of dollars just minutes after going on sale with the entire inventory quickly selling out. Kim attributes her amazing success to regularly giving hand jobs to the devil. Wow. <laughs> Go. Aaron Carter appearing on the TV show The Doctors this week, claiming to be schizophrenic, bipolar, anxious, depressed, and an alcoholic opioid addict. On the plus side, Carter says his skim solution wear order went through. (laughs) (laughs) He's doing okay. And finally, Felicity Huffman on pins and needles awaiting for their sentence in the Varsity Blues College admission scandal. While Huffman is hoping not to get the one month behind bars that has been suggested, she has been preparing for the possibility by learning to make Chardonnay in her toilet. (laughs) (laughs) And that's your Hollywood trash. All righty. We shall see if you've been paying attention this morning, and we will go for an answer. Uh, Which city is the Texas chimp hoping to take an Uber to? And I will go to Sean for the answer. Hey there, Sean. Yo. All right, Sean, do me a favor. Tell me what city in Texas the chimp is headed to. Plano. Plano. Yeah. That's correct. One moment, Sean. We're going to give you a pair of tickets as MMR presents Collective Soul Thursday, October 3rd, Excite Center at Parks Casino. Uh, tickets are on sale now via parkscasino.com. 21 and over concert event, by the way. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right. Brought to you by the Pennsylvania Ear Institute of Salus University. The Pennsylvania Ear Institute offers quality care for your hearing and balance needs. Their expert audiologist will help you hear your best. And for more information, you can visit salusuhealth.com slash PEI. 
Uh, more coming out uh, from Billy Joe Armstrong. He spoke with the about the inspiration behind the band's upcoming new album, Father of All, in a new interview with Billboard. Armstrong confirmed that the LP would feature 10 songs and would only be 26 minutes long. That is a short album. Yeah, he said, I realize I hate long songs. <laughs> Anything over two and a half minutes, even though I've written stuff like effing Jesus of Suburbia. That was nine minutes long, by the way. Uh, he also spoke about the sound of the record. He said, we wanted to create a dance groove with space between the drums and vocals, inspired by the way Kendrick Lamar does uh, things or old-school Motown music where it's uh, leading with the rhythm. Uh, so he said, uh, apparently Father of All will arrive on February 7th, and it's the title track that was released on Tuesday. Bless you. In conjunction with the announcement of the Hella Megator, not the Melahegator, <laughs> which kicks off July 20th, uh, I'm sorry, in July of 2020. Now, I have news about the other bands that are playing on that bill of the Hella Megator. Weezer has not one, but two new studio albums in the works. According to an interview with Rivers Cuomo, the band announced earlier this week that a new LP called Van Weezer is coming out next uh, May 15th. And when asked to describe it, Cuomo revealed that it was first the first of two projects for the group. He said, uh, well, after describing Van Weezer as a healthy mix of the Blue Album and guitar shreddage 80s metal riffs, he said, we feel comfortable really going for it because at the same time, we're making another album called OK Human, which so far has no guitars. It's all piano-based and orchestrated. The strings were recorded at Abbey Road, and it's very introverted and quirky. Really? Yeah. They have a couple of things coming out. And then Fallout Boy bassist Pete Wentz has a surprise for fans who showed up at the, at the band's pop-up show in Los Angeles on Tuesday night. He parked an ice cream truck outside and served oh. ice cream to the fans who were waiting to get into the secret gig at the Whiskey A Go-Go. Awesome. Which also did feature Green Day and Weezer. We were wondering if that ended up happening or not. Is Pete Wentz, the, he's not the lead singer, right? No, he's the main songwriter, though. Is he? All yeah. right. I was wondering why he's... Yeah, he gets most all of the, highfalutin. Most of the accolades for writing their songs. All right. The show was meant to promote the announcement of next summer's Hella Tours, we already said. Uh, Wentz told Apple Music that his band bought the truck to coincide with the tour and their accompanying new single, Dear Future Self, Hands Up. He said, we're going to drive that around, and we're going to put out some Fallout Boy ice cream. <laughs> I have a guy like this that, pro- that procures the ice cream truck for me in relation to the song. There's nothing sadder than when you see an ice cream that has come off of the cone and it's on the ground. Like, that's the saddest, he said. I want to do a whole Instagram of those. They're really sad. <laughs> Uh, the video for Dear Future Self is also ice cream themed, a tie into Wentz's new obsession. The new track will appear on the upcoming Greatest Hits, Believe, Believers Never Die, Volume 2, out November 15th. I have an observation about uh, the ice cream truck. Please. So lately, this year, it's been a boom of ice cream trucks in my neighborhood. Usually, we get it a handful of times. They've been coming every day. And, still. of course, we go out every day. Yeah, still. Okay. So yesterday, we went out, bought ice cream. It was 90 degrees. Here's the thing that I've noticed about the ice cream truck. You hear the music. Yeah. When it's headed towards you, you know, it, it, all those great memories and all the the, yeah. the, the the wonderfulness of it. As it drives past you and is driving away, the Doppler effect has now happened. And the music takes on a very sinister, Yay. evil tone. Have I know you noticed what you mean. that? Yes. Oh no! It really? turns into yeah. 
So coming towards you, it sounds happy and major key. Right. But as it goes past you, since it's traveling way away, it takes longer for the sound to get to you. So it changes in pitch. And it wow. has this. You can hear that. Hear that? Uh, and it sounds evil. No, you're right about it. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah. I am the god of ice cream trucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you concur with me, Kathy, because I'm like, somebody else has to know this, too. The ice cream trucks down the shore are badass, Preston. Yeah. They got like these big old, like, monster, not monster truck tires, <laughs> but like big old tires and these lights, and they're really, really cool. And you, you can see them kind of, there's no music, though. You just oh no! See, kidding. You, you see them coming a mile away, though. Do uh, they? Do they drive through the neighborhood streets? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't yeah. sure if they just stuck around. I wonder the, if the they're not allowed to have music. Oh, that's a good question, Kat. I, I don't could... know, but we um we can order them to come to our house. Come here. Yeah. Wait a minute. Seriously? Yeah. Like you'd send a text message. Yeah. Now that's brilliant. Yeah. I guess because the towns are smaller, it's a little mm-hmm. bit easier to do that. Because wow. What's I your like favorite that. ice cream truck? Mr. Softy, my, my favorite, favorite ice cream truck. Yeah, because sometimes there's like different companies. Yeah, there's different kinds. I don't know. I just they're all the same to me. I, I've never had. We when growing up never had Mr. Softy, so you never really? got soft ice cream wow. in a truck. Yeah, because you could get milkshakes from Mr. Softy, and yeah. that was a big sell for me. Yeah, we yeah. didn't have Mr. Softy either. Yeah. Really? We just had like the frozen packaged ice. cream. We were very novices. Yeah. yeah, SpongeBob popsicles and stuff. Right. Yep. Uh, these uh, these ones down the shore are like full on ice cream, like. Uh, scoop trucks, scoop hand scoop, uh, Sundays. Wow, oh, yeah, yeah. that's that's fancy schmancy. It is fancy schmancy. Wow, no, lately I've just been getting the, uh, uh, you know how they have like the strawberry shortcake. Uh, yeah, yeah, I love those. They they make like an almond flavor one, mm. really good. I've been. Overdosing on those. Do you go running? You go running to Rochelle for money, and she lets you go. <laughs> Actually, someone will go out. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. So first, someone runs out to stop, stop, and then somebody else gets the money. Yeah, yeah. hold them. Here's another thing about the beach: uh, the the fudgy wudgy person that walks the beach. Yeah, they're they all summer they were accepting Venmo, which like is brilliant now. Huh. Yes. Yeah, because you don't always have the cash on you. <laughs> exactly. And yeah, now that makes total sense. Is it called Monster Cone? Casey? That's, that's one of them. That looks cool. Yeah, that is cool. It's green with mm-hmm. a with a flame. Uh, t- it looks like an old ambulance. And you can like. actually text for that to come to your house. You can actually text. That's not the one that we text to come to our house. I wonder if I have the the name and number of the. Uh, no. Do they have, do they have soft God. ice cream on board or no? Uh, yeah, they do. Dude, yeah. I would love to have access to ice cream on demand. <laughs> Where you don't have to do anything, but you just text them and they show just up. Comes. That's fantastic. I'm, it's an the ice, best. I'm an ice cream fanatic, so. Okay. Oh, we're doing music news. Oh, we are. Mm. Oh. Uh, one last story. Law enforcement officials in uh, Gallatin County, Montana, have found a unique new use for the music of ACDC. They use it to move large animals off the road and out of oncoming traffic. The county sheriff's office shared a picture via Facebook on Tuesday of a massive bison blocking the road in oncoming traffic. And the post says being a deputy around West Yellowstone comes with unusual duties, including herding bison off the highway so no one gets hurt. When deputies respond to a bison on the road, they turn on lights and siren and encourage the animal to leave the road with an air horn. And the post continues with a reluctant bison. They've been known to play ACDC's Hell's Bells over the speakers. (laughs) That usually seems to work. <laughs> and the story is similar to another incident that occurred last August in which a woman in Vancouver, British Columbia, scared a cougar away by blasting Don't Tread on Me by Metallica on her phone. 
So uh, they have found an, a unique way to use the music of AC/DC I love that. to help them out. All right, and there you go. That's the last of what I have in music news for you. Let's do a handful of more bitch box invites because we're one week away, and I think I can uh, we can squeeze in three more ladies who want to go uh, for the day. So it's next Thursday. It is at uh, it's from six to eight p.m. We invite you and a female friend to come and join. And don't forget, this is under the umbrella of the President Steve Zeta Eta Pi sorority, so we'll induct, indoctrinate you into the sorority if you have not done that yet. It's a magical night. Uh, and we're headed to Harris of Philadelphia. So we'll take the first three callers at 215-263-WMMR, and we will set you up. Kathy? Yeah, and I just want to mention a few of the people that are involved in uh, giving some items for the Bitch Box. Curry, hair, skin, and nails. Uh, the Salt Cave of Doylestown and Newtown. Hey, honey, of course, they're in it every year, and they give it different product every year uh and if you haven't caught on to it uh you you really should at this point they're my absolute favorite product and uh, they're offering 20 percent off if you go to their website there's a special code and actually marissa and i are working on a blog post that we're going to put up so everybody can see uh the information that's like some of the deals that are happening ahead of time uh b ross jewelry whim jewelry marinella jewelry you're getting some jewelry this year uh extra boutique elsie boutique and renee james boutique that's a lot of stuff yes lots, it sure is lots of jewelry and booze yeah, seriously, Jeez. yes. You stepped it up, Kathy. Hey, yeah, we did. Can nice you chuck in some rubbers? Hey, good luck finding a, a good luck finding a subscription service that's going to send yeah. you jewelry and booze. Seriously, yeah. you can't get that box anywhere else. And it took a little bit to get the booze okayed, but we did. And nice. uh, you're going to have three different items. Can there. you do me a favor? I think it'd be kind of cool if uh, have Gary put on lipstick and kiss each box. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> By the way, there's a picture of him on our Twitter account on our Instagram, actually. <laughs> Stevie looks like he's about to kiss something. <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, go to our Instagram account and take a look at Gary Lauer, male model. All go. right, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Stay with us. Philly Burger Brawl is back. Who will be crowned best burger in the city? You decide. Mm-hmm. This is a tasty burger. Sample some amazingly creative and tasty burgers from over 50 area restaurants. Join us this Sunday at the Navy Yard Parade Grounds for three hours of burger bliss. Each ticket gets you a free beverage and on-site experiences with fun vendors. VIP tickets get you an extra hour and unlimited beverages in the VIP lounge. Proceeds benefit literacy programs through technology in underserved neighborhoods of the Philadelphia School District. Tickets are on sale now. Complete details at WMMR.com. Whole gang here, about ready to vacate the room. Uh, make way for one Mr. Brent Porsche. will be along shortly. Tell you what he's got going on. He continues to fill in for Pierre this week. Uh, but we had a lot of activity on the show today and several people to thank. I would like to thank comedian Matt Bronger for being here. Matt's yeah. great. I could sit and talk to that guy forever. He's yep. very conversive. He's funny. He's, he's great. smart. Yeah. And uh, he's in Philly to perform at Helium Comedy Club, which he will be there tonight. He's got a show at 8 o'clock. And then Friday and Saturday, there are two shows each night, 7.30 and 10 p.m. And you can go to heliumcomedy.com. To get those tickets. Uh, also very cool to have the chief business officer for the Flyers and Wells Fargo Center, Mr. Mike Shane here. Hey. Yeah. Mike gave us a rundown on all the stuff that's brand new at the Wells Fargo Center. And there is a lot of stuff that's brand new. Some, uh, you know, ticketing options yeah. and new uh, areas to sit and, and enjoy the game and take in the game. And, of course, the scoreboard, it's supposed to be pretty much the greatest thing in sports mm-hmm. right now as far as that 
uh, technology goes. Well, right now, you know, from what the work they've done suggests, the game will just be part of your experience. Yeah. And, of course, Gritty came along yeah. with it. Gritty. I actually have some Gritty hair uh, that was left over here. Really? Yeah, it just came off of him while I was saying <laughs> Gritty gave me a massage. <laughs> Uh, he was rubbing. Can. He was rubbing your head, Steve. And then, if you stop and think about it, Preston, that's the first time I could ever. And you said it. You notice it. He smells good. He does actually smell quite lovely. Because we, we, you know, we we love the fanatic, adore the fanatic. But uh, sometimes there's a smell there. Oh, he smells like ass. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> he's I got, love, love the fanatic. He's got a summer gig. You've got to figure. Yeah. There's, there's more you know sweat. What? That's well, a good point with the fanatic. But yeah, yeah. Grit, yeah, the phenomenon that is gritty just blows my mind. So thanks, and also, well, we had the Power Lauer Hour. <laughs> yeah. Gary Lauer, who is here this morning, and uh, Gary stopped in to help us give some stuff away. Somebody's watching him, right? <laughs> uh, I don't know where he is. Uh, I he's think, gone. I think they. That's that, a leaf. That picture of him. Oh my god. <laughs> What is is him with Gritty on the couch? No, well, not that one's great. Uh, that looks like that's a contemporary boulevard of broken dreams. You're right. <laughs> no, there's one of him, Steve, standing in the in the doorway of the <laughs> studio, uh, looking very male modelish. I mean, he's he's striking a pose. Yeah, without question. Uh, so I don't know if you guys can show he's that or not. But Goolander. Steve needs to see that because he has to say Goolander. There you go. That's the shot. <laughs> that's right. And that doesn't that look like Blue Steel? Yeah, that's my Blue Steel. Yeah. All right, Lauer. Uh, let's They're see. Elite. Brent Porsche is indeed here. Yeah, good morning. How you doing, man? Doing well, thanks. Wonderful. I'm sure you got a lot of great stuff. We'll find out what you have in store. Hell yeah. Before we do anything else, though, you have an appearance tonight. Yeah, I'm coming out to Chester Springs. We're going to be at Liberty Union Bar and Grill for the Bud Light Platinum Thursday night huddle. We're going to be there with the MM Army from 7 to 9. We have Eagles tickets to give away for their game against the Lions coming up next weekend. Uh, we have all sorts of other cool Thursday night huddle t-shirts and stuff we're giving out. We have an autographed Zach Ertz football and uh, 325 Simpson Drive out there in Chester Springs. Liberty Union bar. They were here. They had uh, food uh, yesterday. I had Their some food. of the pasta, the oh pasta chicken stuff. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> most, shout out to Steve. I'll, I'll be there a little bit later for some of that food. Most importantly, you'll get to hang with the rock of MMR. That's right. Brent Port. <laughs> yes, he is. I'm going to bring the rock out. It'll be like a mini tour. That yeah. Thing, that thing weighs a ton. Like the Stanley Cup. You get the rock already drink out of it. The <laughs> rock already <laughs> fell off the platform. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did it? It's not really secured oh, on Honestly, no. they need to put a better rock on that thing. That thing... It weighs like 50 pounds. Well, not only that, it doesn't, it's not a good looking rock. It's, you know, it's something they pull off of a rock. Well, now it's the rock. Yeah. We just have, we, we polish it, it up or yeah. bolt it on or something. Yeah. And it'd be nice to put your name on the uh, thing, huh? All right, let's do the letter today, right? All right, let's go. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. Preston and Steve show has been brought to you today by the letter. By the letter R, as in rapper's delight. Oh, nice. Yeah. All right, the letter R. So you have uh, four letters, one more to go, and we're giving away a, p- a pair of tickets to both local pool shows. All right, so Wells Fargo Center, November 18th, it's sold out, and Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City on Friday, November 22nd. There are a limited amount of tickets that remain for that one, so we will give those away tomorrow. I love Rapper's Delight, yeah. right? It reminds me of roller skating so much. Oh, speaking of which, yep. you have your roller skates here. Yes. You can roller skate in the old office. Ooh. The Floor is like super duper uh, smooth. And stuff. It's not mushroom, but maybe I'll do it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, All right, well, cool. Maybe just I'll go to the vagina. In the second, I know <laughs> the wall vagina. Uh, uh, what's up on the show today? Workforce blocks today. We're going to get Russified for Neil Peart's birthday. Oh, oh, yes, sir. 
We That's played YYZ this morning. Excellent. Spiked it, so pick some goodies. So Bill's on vacation, but oh. Chuck's still around. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> any suggestions uh, from the man himself? Man, you know me. I'll give you like a... Please don't give me La Villa. Nah, <laughs> I'll, I'll come up with something that's not quite that, that long anyway, but let, let me think about it. All right, cool, man. Yep. So uh, today's the anniversary of Red Hot Chili Peppers' One Hot Minute record. That's the one that had Dave Navarro on guitar, so we're going to mm-hmm. play some tracks from that for a Workforce Block. And tomorrow is Dave Mustaine's birthday, so we're going to do a Megadeth block today wow. as well. Wow. That's going to be a toe tapper for sure. Yeah. Uh, tickets to Shine Down at the Hard Rock next week. Also have tickets to Robert Plant and Nathaniel Ratliff coming up this Tuesday at the Man. Excellent. Uh, let me thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And the Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Primo Hoagies. Score big when you serve Primo Hoagies for the game. Uh, order online at primohoagies.com. And also, Wispith, who wants you to know we stand for service. So, tomorrow on the program, this ought to be interesting. Uh, Chevy Chase yes. is giving us a call tomorrow. I'll put that as a maybe. It's, no. it's definitely booked, right? Oh, it's confirmed, yeah. Okay. Yeah, All he's right. hosting a screening of Caddyshack at the Borgata in a couple of weeks, so that's wow. what he's calling to promote, yeah. All right. And maybe, 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 we might have Willie Nelson on the program tomorrow as well. That'd be so cool. We're not uh, counting on it, but it's possible. Yeah. yeah. We'll see what ends up happening. Hey, uh, come hang out with me in just over an hour. I'll be at the Boeing Helicopter Credit Union uh, from like noon to two. Uh, MMR is like already there. We're going to be hanging out. Uh, you know, got giveaways. We're just going to hang out, take pictures, and shake hands and, and kiss whatnot. babies and all that and whatnot. And all Where that is stuff. that case? So, uh, that is Boeing Helicopter Credit Union. Um, you can uh, go to WMMR.com to get all the information, all right. location, and all that sort of stuff. Fantastic. Join Casey Boy. That's it. We're done. Rage on and have a great day. And we will see you tomorrow, guys. Bye bye. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. I hate what's going on right now. Total craziness. I want to go home and go to sleep, but tomorrow is Friday the 13th. I don't think it's going to get any better. Next message. I never thought Jackie Bam Bam would be calling my phone. Phone, phone. So I just texted in, and he called my phone after telling me to pick up because he had seen my previous text. I love that guy. Next message. Man, you guys are talking about all these old toys. I really wish I had my Neon Joes now. Damn it. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.